Coming in on three, two, He's one. Welcome to another episode of Bruce Booze and Reviews. Yeah! I like to shot full of shit. That's about it. <laughs> was, that, was that recorded? <laughs> it's not an episode if you didn't make something up. And the average for the beer that everybody loves is really high. I like getting shit on. Welcome to another episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews, a childish podcast on adult beverages. I'm your host, Knox, and with me today is the former bass player for Rage Against the Tangerines. Tangerines are whores. <laughs> uh, Big Earn, how you doing, Big Earn? I was going to say something, but I completely forgot what it was now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, podcast, pants and all. All right. And See you, Ben. Excited? Happy times. Happy yeah. times. And also with us is Chris. How you doing, Chris? I'm harder than trigonometry. Boy, we pumped up. <laughs> Huge bone today. Is that right. that little yeah. blue pill you took a little bit ago? <laughs> it was, uh, I took four of them, just because there's uh, so many people in this room. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have with us uh, good old guest number two, Ben Revere. How you doing, Ben? Oh, I'm doing well. How are you guys? I'm doing fantastical. Hey, can I tell you about the fun stuff I did last Thursday? Uh, Sure. Tell us next Thursday. No, no, this is real quick. I promise. I promise. Uh huh. So last Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know. It'll be short. Last Thursday, no, I went to the Fargo Theater. Okay. I love that place so much. They've been, I think within the last month, they've finally opened back up and they were doing the classic film series and they were playing West Side Story. Remember that movie? Yeah. A lot with of snapping. The, with the snapping of, of the finger. Yeah, yeah. I don't care what you say. Those racist little punks sure could dance. Wasn't it? <laughs> sure. It was the sh- Sharks versus Benny and the Jets? That's right. That's right. Because I was and there. The Jets. Front row. But no, it's got everything. It's kind of a comedy. There's some funny parts. There's a love story. It's a musical about a hate crime. It's got everything. <laughs> it's got Interesting. everything. And Rita Moreno. Don't even get me started. Woo-wee. So that was fun, and uh, and I'm glad to be here hanging out with you guys. Well, we're glad Thanks to have you. Thank you. Welcome, Ben. And uh, lastly, but not leastly, definitely for sure, manager for our one of our sponsors, Bridgey Liquors, Evan Christie. How you doing there, sir? Hey, doing great. Happy to be here. Fucking hey, we finally get you in the studio. Yeah, exactly. And we still have some of that Butchertown brandy that you recommended that we still love. We still have only a little bit left. We still have a little <laughs> bit of a lot of those things that he's recommended. Yeah. For us, so. <laughs> So we really appreciate you, and we're glad to have you on the show, actually, so we can get some opinions about you, from you about several beverages today. Well, I was just going to say about the uh, bottle reference, that so we got a lot of half-open, uh, empty bottles. I'm like, yeah, we're really good at starting something, but just finishing it, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's kind of it's tough when you I get through a three, four, five, ten bottles of booze. There, well, are, there are some bottles that I hate to finish, because I don't know if I'm going to find them again. Or I don't want to spend two hundred dollars again, you know. So it was, we I still mean, have one shot some, of nineteen forty two left. Some, there. some of the front row stuff, you know. I'll fucking cheap. I'll kill a bottle of Larceny every every three minutes mm-hmm. and go buy another Jesus. one. I have no problem with that because it's twenty five bucks or whatever. But yeah, some of them, you know, you, you can't, you can't, yeah. Uh, you, you leave a shot or two in yeah, it, just, just in case. You well, never know. That Octomore we fucking destroyed, though. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> we had the 11.1 Octomore, and we killed that shit pretty quick. <laughs> so I, I got a bottle of that at that pear liquor at Bridgeview. It's in that pear-shaped 
bottle. Yeah, which yeah, is really the golden cool. eight. Yep, yeah, eight. Yep. Mm-hmm. And finally, uh, Anne just finished that off. I'm like, oh yeah. It's, it's like, what? well, she she doesn't like hard liquors, so she's like, uh, what do we got that's kind of sweet? I'm like, well, we got a little bit of that left, I suppose. You know, might as well finish it off. I know where to go get more. What what was that? What what quarter, sort of liquor was it? It was uh, like a pear liquor, and then the bottle was in the shape of a pear. Yeah, so it was, it was pretty cool. It's so a, I got it at Bridgeview Liquors over in Moorhead. Okay, pear brandy that's then reinfused with fresh pear and aged for eight years in oak. Wow. And it's and it's I never got to del- try any of it. Deliciously sweet. I'll have to get some more. I'm yeah. just I'm just picturing Michael Caine. Like asking for some of that stuff, like a lot that brandy that's got a bit pear shaped. <laughs> pear shaped. Oh, sweet. Oh, yeah. Yep, some sweet pear stuff. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited to hear the new uh, Sounders knock says he's got. Oh. <laughs> well, here, here's well, all of them in I'm... a row. Let's not even have any content. No. <laughs> May your glasses be full. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're over. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that Bruise, Booze, and Reviews podcast. They just turned into a soundboard. It's yeah. weird. It's awesome. That's, that's I love all it. they do. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we also drink. We should try that now. Yeah, oh, yeah, let's do that. All right, so Ben, you brought us something. Today, ladies and gentlemen and listeners of our podcast, today is going to be a bottle share, um, simply because it's really getting hard to schedule certain topics, because we damn near covered... Yeah, eighty percent of things let them that know we could. we're having a tough time figuring out content. Yeah, there you well, go. I mean, just like scheduling <laughs> things. Like, this might be the last good one. <laughs> well, I was kind of surprised to get the call because they said, "Ben, do you want to be on the show?" And I'm like, "Ah, shit! They must be out of material. They're this <laughs> desperate now, right? <laughs> no, definitely not desperate. We've only material. got forty minutes of content. How can we stretch that out? Oh, Ben, <laughs> yeah, keep, keep it up, Ben, and you'll be guest number three pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, there you go. If Ben was a symbol. <laughs> stretch, <laughs> stretch, stretch Armstrong. There we go. Uh, so what'd you bring for us today, Ben? Well, I you, we, we're here and uh, people probably won't hear it on the day, but we're recording on Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Yes. So kudos to all those dads out there. I, I said happy Father's Day to my dad today. I said happy Father's Day. Couldn't done it without you. <laughs> you know, but uh, so I, 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 what I brought uh, was because I visited my parents uh, over yesterday, and mm-hmm. we we had some fun, and uh, I went down into their basement and I pulled out a bottle of hooch that my ma- my dad actually made. Oh, really? Wow. Wow. Yes, some homemade hooch. Yes, this dad is, made hooch. This is uh, he calls it moccasin creek wine. <laughs> Yeah, because oh. apparently there's a creek somewhere in the back forty called the Moccasin Creek. I don't know. It could be bullshit. He probably just heard somebody <laughs> at the Flum Cafe say, "Oh yeah, it's the Moccasin Creek." Whatever. But uh, <laughs> and uh, this is from oh, this is from this year. Uh, this is uh, Choke Cherry Wine. Ooh. Ooh. So I'll pass it around. Love the local reference with choke cherries. Yes. We were just discussing um, what we're gonna make. For a beer with Sam coming up here for a homebrew. And I think uh, some choke cherries might be part of that. We've discussed yeah, like choke. choke cherries and crab apples and, and honey yeah. as ingredients. 
So we're, I'm getting kind of excited about yeah. home rhubarb too. It'd be like a local thing too. I always hear people talk about. I got all this rhubarb in my yard. It's taking over. We should fucking just go and steal shit from people's backyards. Like, the, I mean, not like their bikes or anything, or like a barbecue. <laughs> shit out of their garden. <laughs> like Maybe the rhubarb lady? Yeah. But, Do you remember the rhubarb lady? It uh, was some video that went viral a few years back. There'll be like two and a half people listening to this who will know what I'm talking about. And it was this video. That's pretty much all this, our listeners. Yeah. Uh, they, well, now they know. Uh, but there was, there's this video of this lady who was out in somebody's alley and she was stealing rhubarb and they're yelling at her and she's like, you don't own this. This is alley property, bitch. This is my, you <laughs> alley don't property. Own this. Yeah. That was, yeah. Who's Ru- alley? You don't want to fuck with people's Christy. rhubarb. She's a Scientologist. We don't fuck with that. <clears throat> Right. I'm in danger. Sweet. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to backtalk Scientology. We'll uh, we'll get canceled over here. Anyway, so we, a little background because I background. did I did contact the vintner. Yeah, because you guys <laughs> man. asked me. You were like, "What's the ABV on this?" I'm like, "I gotta go make a phone call," because I don't know. I just I, my I I told Dad I was coming on the show, and he thought it was really cool that we were drinking this, and he he, he said, "Well, which one do you want?" and and I said, which one do you recommend? And he said, well, this one's about the booziest one I've made. <laughs> he knows us without so even it. knowing us. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But say uh, thanks to your old man for me. Appreciate it. He did say, it's uh, to his knowledge, it's roughly about 14 ABV. Yep. and uh, This will show- be our, sh- our smallest ABV of the day so far. Yeah. Oh, boy. Or it will this be. This will be fun. This is an appetizer. <laughs> um, and the choke cherries uh, were actually uh, locally grown in uh, random road ditches in uh, western uh, Minnesota counties. Nice. My Just- uncle went and picked them. So they're wild <laughs> choke cherries. All right. Yeah. yeah. So what do you guys get on the nose on this one? Kind of earthy, uh, but not... Like dirty earthy, just dirty earthy, dirty, dirty yeah. earthy. <laughs> What's up, dirty earthy? <laughs> that was my nickname in yeah. freshman in college. I'd say a little leathery. Yeah, I get some. Is a choke cherry would that be considered a dark fruit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like a really super tart cherry. Not as sweet. Seems like a, it just kind of smells like a uh, like a heavy dark wine. Along with that leather, I get a skosh bit of tobacco. But yeah, that that um, I might have been red- smoking yeah, while he was making it. A, <laughs> you can see the cigarette ash floating in it. It's, it's a new kind of smoke taste on a wine. Yeah, it's not cold filtered. <laughs> it's new techniques. I like it. He wanted to use liquid smoke, and I said, "Come on, you charlatan, let's do this right." <laughs> yeah, that's better. Yeah, it was like fruit by the foot. Smells like Marlboro lights. So on the taste. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So on the <laughs> Oh, nope. Oh, come on. Even oh, Ben that's, laughed. That's for, well, it's Ben. I can't wait. I can't to- say dad jokes on Father's Day. Well, yeah. Well, that's, well no, of course you can. I think he booed Ben cuz he laughed at the joke. Oh. No. Yeah. Wait. Dad probably Is that supposed didn't to make help. me feel better? Fuck. Anyways, don't look at me in that tone of voice. (laughs) So flavors, yes, it's very, um, it's it's got a lot of that wild fermentation type flavor in it. Definitely, Mm -hmm. you get that kind of funk from it, but it's an enjoyable funk. It's not like an off-putting at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enjoyable funk, like Earth, Wind, and Fire. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of tart red fruit forward, like that tart cranberry or pomegranate. Yeah, yeah pomegranate. I get some of that. It's, well, a, it's a lot more puckery than I uh, anticipated it to be. I know it's uh, choke cherry wine, but, you know, wines, I don't. I don't think I don't think of them as being this tart, this soury, and I like I dig it. I've had some cabernets that were especially fruit forward that were that uh, maybe it was an additive, but it was they were pretty tart. I w- but I wouldn't. Com- but it's not as. I mean, that's dry. This isn't dry at all. This is a good wet homemade wine. <laughs> wet wines are the best wet wines. wines. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Uh, do you know what your dad uh, like? Aged this in? Was it a wooden barrel, a fermenter? Uh he's yeah, he's got a fermenter. It's like a bucket. Okay. That he he's got. My sister bought him a kit, like I don't know how many years ago for Christmas, and uh, so he started picking this up as a hobby. And uh, yeah, my mother's thrilled about it all the time too. She's <laughs> like, "So glad your sister got that wine kit, because guess what I'm doing this weekend." Uh, <laughs> is she doing wine? all the work? Is she doing all the work, or is she just enjoying? Yeah, she's the, one of Dad's benefit. little grunt workers. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah you know, kind of like it, I. I don't want to use the word oompa loompa because you know she short jokes don't really go over well with her. But, uh, <laughs> if you're listening, Ma, sorry. But one thing I was going to say about this stuff is uh, how big do you figure that bottle is? It's not quite a Magnum, but... It's a 1.5 liter. Yeah, okay. So 1.5 liter, because he told me when I brought the... When I left the farm today, he said, okay, tell those guys to be careful, because I drank half of one of those one night, and it knocked me on my ass. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's a lot. It's a a full bottle of wine. Only half? Yeah. Yeah. To me, it tastes a little heavier than 14%. I get a little bit of that. There's a burn to it. Burn definitely. that kind of, yep. not initially, but down in like in my in my chest now. Subcockles. Yeah. yeah. Well, he but, was uh, guesstimating on it, so who knows? I mean, it, for all we know, we could have just got dosed. <laughs> Sweet. Let's see where this yeah. takes us. Right. <laughs> Fingers crossed, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, leaving Las Vegas style. All right. So, uh, what do you? Okay. So we're gonna rate this from zero to five. Uh, if, Listeners, if this is your first episode, we rate in quarters from zero to five on wines. Actually, the rest of the whole day is going to be zero through five. Yeah. The only thing we do six on actually is beer. Everything else, mead, ciders, other all fives. So uh, I will start this off. I, I think your dad did pretty uh, pretty decent job. It doesn't taste infected at all. It's got some good flavors. A little, little, uh, little ethanol-y. Maybe some uh, additional aging could have helped with that. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll give this one um, a three seven five out of five for sure. Bigger and what do you got? I'm sorry, what'd you say? Three point three point seven five. Giving it a four. I like this. This is good stuff. Did good job. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it comes in a big bottle, and I like that. <laughs> uh, and if you drink half of it, oh, he gets a. And if you drink half of it, apparently you'll you'll be trashed. And that's the goal. Yeah. I'm gonna give it. I, I like. I think it's pretty good. Three point five. One fun fact I just want to share real quick about the bottle. 
Was that going to change my number? No, it won't. It's just you mentioned the bottle, and I just wanted to share this. Uh, that bottle, I would put even money on that dad actually got that from the Shooting Star Casino in Monoman because he would hang out there at the rail and while mom's playing the slots, and he would ask the bartenders, hey, if you got any, like, empty wine bottles, can you? <laughs> I'm making my own wine. Can you Can you rinse these out? So that's uh, – that I, I would – I would bet it, uh, almost all my life savings that that is a bottle from the Shooting Star Casino. Do you also I'll, say, like, even if the bottle's not empty, I can do that part for you? <laughs> <laughs> well, Ben, uh, I'll, I'll match all $9.50 of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, nice. at any rate, uh, since I'm a little bit biased, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give uh, Dad's Choke Cherry Wine, I- I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Yeah. Evan, what do you got, buddy? Yeah, it's it's nice for a homemade wine. There's some good balance to it. Um, I'd say 3.5. How'd my dad do, Ernie? How did he do? Well, on a scale of 1 to 10, not so bad. But on our rating system. So the average for uh, Ben's dad's homemade hooch <laughs> is 3.75 out of 5. And that's not a bad score at all. No, it's not. It's a good start. Especially for a uh, homemade, for sure. Yeah. So, like, how long has your dad been doing this? Oh, I want to say maybe. Oh shoot, I eight to twelve minutes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, I can hardly wait. Long for the- enough for my mother to think. I don't know if this is a good idea. Um, <laughs> I want to say he's been doing it about three years. I could be okay. wrong, yeah, nice. but I do want to recommend to him that he should. You know, I mean, he can still have the moccasin creek you know, thing on there. But I think he should start calling it Ben's dad's homemade hooch. Yeah, Ben's dad's homemade hooch. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Because then it's an opportunity for me to do commercials again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, why not crush another business? Hey, that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I do. Are you tired of success? Hire Ben. There we go. All right. I'll, I'll wreck it in three minutes <laughs> yeah. flat. All right, I think so- Wreck-It Ralph was based on you, wasn't it? The internet. Not Wreck-It Ralph 2. That one kind of sucked. All right. What do we got next here, Evan? You brought this one. Sure. This is from Laurent Cazotte. Uh, it is... God bless you. You're welcome. Zoom <laughs> uh... <laughs> tight. It is a uh, Goutte de Malzac Rosé. So it is an eau de vie, a French unaged brandy. Uh, in this case, it's made from wine grapes. Um, that are grown in uh, southwestern France. So, what what is an ODV? What is that? I've heard that before, but I'm not. Actually... Yeah, it, it's French for water of life, and it is any unaged uh, brandy made from any fruit. So, you can have an ODV made from pear, apple, um, and like cognac before it's aged in oak, would be considered an eau de vie made from the wine grapes that it's made from. Gotcha. What the fuck are you looking at, Ben? I was looking. There's, like, things floating in yeah, it. Yeah, I just noticed that, too. That Yeah, I was yeah, signaling to Chris to, like, pick it, up your glass so I can see, because I wanted, I didn't know if it was just mine. No, it's got it's unfiltered, and it has no added sulfites. Okay. So, so yeah, what is that stuff floating in there, then? Probably yeast particulate. Ah, that's wild. Yeah. All right, what do we get on the notes on this one, guys? Well, it smells like there's alcohol in it. 
Yep. <laughs> so this so, one's up so 40, this, yeah, 45%. 45%. So this mm-hmm. is a little higher than the next couple beverages that we're going to be sampling, but. I Wow, you can do that with grapes. That's crazy. I get, I get a little bit of sweetness and then uh, a bit of that kind of burn, alcohol burn, mm-hmm. um, astringency. It's pretty floral um, to me, like fresh spring flowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good way to describe light, it. Light rose petals and yeah. things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and that's what I really like about like, this. This light is potpourri. Yeah, and this is mm-hmm. super clear. Well, I mean, it looks like water. It looks like you're just drinking water, which would be great if you just put this in a water bottle and bring I it to work. I was just going to say. <laughs> it doesn't smell like water, though. Yeah. I'm guessing it makes you act a little Honey, weirder. Honey, I need you to drink more of that Dasani. I need more empties. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. These nose notes are great. Yeah, that's what I love about Eau de Vie and brandies like that is how aromatic they are. You just get a lot off the nose. The one thing that kind of surprises me, I don't know if anybody else gets this, but there's like, it isn't until it really hits my tongue. There's like a hint of sweetness, like right in the middle of my tongue that I get. It says it's $100 per bottle. Is that, is that true? If it was a seven fifty, I think, well, we got it on a really good discount. Um and I think the original shelf price would have been about 90, but we've got it at like 45. Nice. Yeah. Score some of this at Bridge Chief. That's pretty I, damn good cheap. I get cheap some stuff. of that sweetness, but I don't know what, what it is about it. Uh, it's, 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 it's reminding me of tequila, though. Oh, so, as sure. soon as you Certain said of that. The notes. Yeah. Yeah. That's it like what a, it was, because I was trying to figure it out myself. And as soon as you said that, it does have a it's reminiscent of it at any rate like a blanco tequila that yeah. kind of fresh almost herbal thing yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's i get kind of like almost kind of smokiness out of it too a little bit mm-hmm. there towards the end that's, and then uh, it, on the side, side of my ethanol. tongue yep then on the side of my tongue god this is so no, good no you're just having uh you're, you're just having residuals of all the cigarette smoke that i blew into dad's homemade hooch <laughs> ben's dad's homemade hooch yeah the bottle's still like smoking here <laughs> so uh guys if you go to 67wine.com they got some producer notes here and they say uh laurent makes four eau de vies two from rare almost extinct grape varieties Prune Lard and Mosaic Rosé. Prune Lard. Huh. A Pear Williams. A Green Gage, green gauge each. Eau de Vie is made from organic fruits, harvested ripe, then dried on mats to concentrate the sugars and flavors. The dried fruits are then peeled one by one, cut in half. The pits, seeds, or the stalk are removed as to keep only the flesh of the ripe fruit. Only then are they crushed into a juice and fermented. On average, the wine obtained is about 11% ABV. The wine is then distilled and a pot still to 66% ABV and then Laurent bottles each eau de vie at 45% after reducing the proof slowly by adjunction of demineralized water. That's, that's Fucking wild crazy, that they yeah. go from 11% to 60% and then back 66, down. yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. All right. I mean, I really like the taste on this one too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's bitey. It almost tastes like it's got some apricot or pear in there. Yeah, you get all those fruit notes, just the the complexity of, you know, the what's in that grape. Kind of like when you're tasting wine, you taste other fruits. Right. And mm-hmm. that comes through in the in the brandy version as well. 
That is so fucking interesting. I, I put a little bit of water in it, and it brings out more of that fruit. Mm. Did it? I think. Yeah. Can I drop your droppers? <laughs> if I was wearing any, you could. Well, if everybody else is doing it. So I added, I have about an ounce left, and I added six drops. Let's see what happens there. It's oh, wet. It's wetter. You the need f- to take out the, there's a bin <laughs> It's what a clear the topper. Hell? Yeah. We're, the hell? we're having issues with uh, corkscrews today and pouring. I kind of want this bottle when you're done with it. Just go Ooh. buy your own. All right. You fucking... <laughs> Bastard. Yeah, it does have a bite, but man, it's got a, like a bite with flavor. Who the hell puts a clear stopper in the thing? Uh, that was wild. Yeah, these are actually cool. It's called a Vinlock, and you see them on wine too. Creates a great seal, and you can reuse these. Yeah. So I use that if I like need to cork up a wine for a second day. You'd stick that in, and it it works really well. Hey. So that didn't come with that top. No, that came with it. Okay. That's how. Yep. Well, so then you're uh, just gonna, yeah, you should uh, help, help me get some more of those tops for the podcast. I don't know where you can order them from, but I will just, look into it. We'll just buy several bottles of this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even like the alcohol that much, but the top is fucking dope. I know, right? Actually, I do like the alcohol in here. All right. Well, I like it too. Let's see. So who wants to start this one well, off? I'm going to taste it again because I, I just watered it. Now, it did, it did cut the... Um, the ethanol uh, yeah, yeah. The burn on it. There's a definite yeah. ethanol, and you find that in a lot of unaged spirits. Yep, yep. That's just it's because it's young and it's fresh, and you know it's yep. going to have that. But you know, going down, it's nice and warm, like a brandy should be. Like you could drink this water because it looks that way uh, on a nice chilly fall afternoon. <laughs> Well, and I, I had to try it with a little bit of water too, because I. Well, the one thing in my mind is like, how, how would you drink this? Would you drink it? Cut it with water. Do we have to explain that to you too? Bad? No, I'm just asking Use your, your opinion. I'm asking your opinion. I would say you just got done um, raking the leaves. You're in the backyard. <clears throat> uh, they're all the leaves are all bagged up, and you're just throwing some <laughs> wood on the fire, and you're gonna sit there and <laughs> chill and. You know, stop sweating for a bit. I think that's when you that's when you drink this. Yeah. See, Knox just painted a beautiful picture, Ernie. It's not that fucking hard. <laughs> I'm old, that's why. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We're talking. And now, so talking what about a- other hard things? Sorry. What about our friends that don't have leaves to rake? Now, what do you have for them? It doesn't matter. Same thing. Just drink it. Yep. As you're raking the rocks or the sand. This <laughs> <laughs> um. What are they doing in Moldova? With that water, it, it, there is more sweetness that comes through with it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Better, better. I'll go ahead and start. Are we ready to rate? Yes. Of course. I'll I think start. so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the one big selling factor is how deceiving it is because it definitely looks just like water. So I feel I could be at like some family gatherings, and even if it's a clear glass I'm drinking out of, they'll be like, oh, Ben's just hydrating. So that's a huge selling factor on it. Uh, a, do you have to hide your a, drinking from your family? <laughs> some of them. That's fucking weird. I know. <laughs> Wait a minute. And I grew Did up- you just say your dad would go through a half a bottle of Ben's dad's homemade hooch? Oh, the- immediate family we're all sitting no no the immediate family we're all drunks i'm talking about the extended ones the relatives that judge you you know 
You know, they're the worst. They are the worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. this is something I've never ever tried before. I'm so glad I got the chance to, and um, I'm going to give it a four point five. Lay me, Daddy. Sweet. <laughs> That's right. All right, Evan, what do you got? Well, I guess I'm a little biased since I did bring it, but yeah, I yeah, <laughs> you know, so yeah, because you you definitely have heard the podcast before. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you would because you brought it. You... <laughs> go ahead. But you know, I I also would go four point five. I think it's it's really nice. It's got a ton of complexity, and ton you can kind of complexity. just sit back and sip it and think about it as you go through the glass, and I'm, I like that a lot. All right. Uh, I have to agree with you a lot. There's so much complexity in here. And being how it came from... I think I'll have some wine. You know, just a glass of wine from 11 to 66 and the back down to 45. That's immense. Uh, I'm going to give this one a 4.5 as well. I think this is uh, my second favorite brandy I've ever had. What's your first? Butchertown. Ah, yes. I've had, I Come think I've had down that on to Butchertown. This <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll, I'm giving it a four. Christoph. 4.25. Let's get to the calculations then. Done. So the average for this one, the, uh, however you pronounce it? Uh, Guten (laughs) Day. Guten Day Master. Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) It's a Laurent Cazotte's de Malzac Rosé, right? There you go, yeah. Chris, did you throw in a Gutenberg in there or something? (laughs) What was that? (laughs) No, I don't. I don't even know what the fuck I said. <laughs> the average is four point three five. Awesome, nice. out of five. Great. That's great. Not bad to them. All right, this next one, our uh, beverage number three of the day. Before we take our break, is going to be the transcontinental rum, six year Australian rum from twenty thirteen. So this is uh, sixty bucks for a single bottle, approximately. Australian. Phobia. It's 48%. 48%? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first in this series from Australia, this rum was created from cane grown in Queensland, and it has traveled around the world and back again to be here with us in New York. Wow, that guy's busy. He wrestles <laughs> and he makes rum. Who? <laughs> what? C- cane? Oh, the, Jesus. The, 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 <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh yeah. my god. Keep up with me, guys. Come on. <laughs> like I'm hey, here by myself. Come on. You're going to boo him just because you don't get his reference? I didn't boo him. I was like, bitch. oh, so sad. All right. <laughs> oh, here we go. A vibrant rum. We found notes that reminded us of dried stone fruits. Now, what are stone fruits again, ladies and gentlemen? Fruits with, uh, made out of rocks. No. <laughs> <laughs> they base celebrate 420. They have big pits. They have big pits, Chris. You got a point for a day. All right. I thought it had something to do with gravel berries. Gravel no, so berries? so yeah. these are these are fruits that have pits in them. So like big old peaches, cherries, and... peaches, apricots, right? Avocados, avocados yeah. that have pits, <laughs> right? But yeah, I don't know. It's true. <laughs> like, no, it's true. It is true. All of like, avoc- those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a Slayer concert. <laughs> All big no. mosh pits. All right. Yeah, mosh pits. Nice. We found notes that reminded us of some dried stone fruits, caramelized apples, creme brulee, and whole spices. No additives or artificial anything ever. This is a pure dry rum. Available in limited quantities. Hmm. You got staff pick notes here, too, as well. I don't know if I get a lot of, me in particular, I don't get a lot of this fruitiness. 
Have you? Yeah, but it's it just yet? like caramel and sugar and uh, a lot of sweetness. But there's there's. I'm very interested in that apple else, note. I I do get like plum. I feel like for stone fruit, not so much dried, more like fresh plum. Yeah, there's. It's weird that I. Yeah, it's it's like all sugary, but like the there's a sweet a different sweet fruit note. But to me, it, it's like a lighter fruit. Mm-hmm. Though then I almost get, of course, that a little bit of vanilla in there too. I get kerosene on the nose. Ah, you're broken. You're made out of spare parts, there, bud. Kind of tastes like how my grandma's pantry used to smell. God, oh, I thought you were going to say panties, and I was going to so, be so fucking upset. Jesus Christ, Chris. That's, you're just on a roll today. But, you know, I, I do get that that um, kind of that cane sugary creme brulee for sure. I don't know why I got kerosene, but that was my initial note. But if you keep smelling it, you get more, it gets more complex. Got to swirl it in the glass a little bit to... Yeah, it definitely leads on lighter burnt sugar notes, mm-hmm. um, butterscotch, toffee, creme brulee. Yep. Doesn't go into the, like heavy caramel brown sugar. Stays on that lighter end. And the color is very light, light caramel color. So it's just I think it's your average looking rum. It's not a dark rum or light rum. This is fucking tasty. Yeah, yeah. You get you, you get some heat. Right away, and then it kind of mellows out into um, sort some sort of like toffee-ish or or some sort of sweetness. Mm-hmm. Um, I get a may- little maybe some sort I don't know some sort of fruit peppermint. After I get a little bit of a peppermint after on cool. that. I get those notes, Ernie. But at the very end of it, I get peppermint. Well, I just <laughs> looked on the screen here, and it, at the end, huh? It, it says ah, it's something unique that. that reminds me of an earthy, oversteeped. Peppermint tea. Oh. Hey. Ah, so he read it. <laughs> oh, oh, and gasoline. Yeah, well, I said kerosene, oh. not gasoline. Well, that's because yeah. you were trying not to look like you were fucking just stealing coffee. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I so did. So maybe, maybe you had that or maybe you just said it subconsciously. Either way, it's accurate. You know. But yeah, it also after- says lime, vanilla, allspice. And something unique that reminds me of... There's a lot going on pepper. in this thing. Yeah. yeah it's, and it's, it's, once you mention it, yeah, you get that minty tingle after it after it rests for a few seconds. This is... But it, it doesn't suck. It's actually really good. I've never had that I kind of... Did I say it like it sucked? No, but I, I thought... <laughs> I thought that having those kind of flavors on a rum would be bad. Right. But they're, this is fucking good actually. yeah this is uh one of my favorite rums i've sipped on i this think is- we can all agree nobody should ever be basic and throw it's coke in this no. <laughs> yeah this is not yeah. a rum and coke rum dude you do no, you not do, a coke you, but you, can- you do you boo boo if you want to spend the money to buy the alcohol and put shit in it that's that's their thing but if you're coming over to my house and you're asking me to do that for you you can fuck off <laughs> <laughs> I think this would make the perfect cocktail rum, though. Like, oh, really, yeah. really bump up, like, well, a good, uh, you know, like, Maui Waui drink. Well, or... something that is, like, okay, so when you're talking cocktails, right, we're talking something that's going to feature the rum and, and put yeah. the rum forward here yeah. and then surround it by loveliness. But when you're talking, like, rum and Coke, yeah, that's not the kind of cocktail we're talking about. No, 50, no, right. Even if it's a 50-50 mix, you're fucking the whole shit up, and that's just... No way to no way to do this rum, you know. It doesn't do it justice. Oh, but I could see like 
an old fashioned or something. Yeah, rum Manhattan. That ty- I that think type would work of thing. Well. Yeah, yeah Actually, a rum Manhattan would be fucking perfect with this. A light rum Manhattan. Use like uh, Lillette Blanc or Coqui Americano. Uh, one of the like lighter colored quinquinas with this in a Manhattan style drink. I think it'd work great. Wow. He said awesome. a bunch of words I'd never heard before. Sorry. <laughs> Total like, mixology. I, thought, yeah, so. I was like, oh my God, he's speaking a different language too. Is that Australian? <laughs> for rum? <laughs> Sweet. Australian for rum. <laughs> you I call that a rum? <laughs> this is a rum. That's not a rum. <laughs> Uh, oh, God is, bless this you. This is Foster's beer for rum. I'm going to start this out. Yeah. Uh, if nobody has anything uh, smart or funny to say, 4.75. <laughs> this is fucking. <laughs> this is one of the best rums I've, I've had. We haven't had too many of them four squares over there yet in the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm up. Yes. And uh, I don't. I, I have a love-hate relationship with rum. I drank a lot of rum when I got young, and uh, I've steered away from that for personal reasons. But this is a lot of fun. I'd love to try it in either like an old-fashioned or Manhattan. And on that, I give it a 4.75. Ooh, Ooh, nice. Um, I think I maybe have... I've I've had a lot of sipping rum, so I have maybe a tougher scale. I was going to go a 4.25 on this. I think it's excellent. Um, It's on the lighter side. I'd be really curious. This one's, I think, six year. I'd love to see if they'd left it in Australia for another two or three. So it was like a 10, 11 year. I think it could go somewhere way more complex. But I like it as it is, and I think it is great for cocktail potential. Yeah, yeah. It says in the bottle here that it was aged four years in the uh, oak casks and in in Australia and two in Europe. So, what is that? Just all about putting on a ship like Jefferson's Ocean bourbon? Well, the European aging is cognac casks. So it's a uh, the company that does this bottling is French. And they go and find the rum, and then they bring it back, and then they put it into X cognac cask. So it's to get those two different, you know. Oh, fuck. It says right here in the bottle, this Australian rum has been distilled in pot stills from fermented molasses in 2013. It displays aromas of toasted oak, vanilla, spices, and peppermint. This batch has matured at least four years in Australia, and then more than two years in Europe in X cognac wooden fooders. He's successfully read something about peppermint at least twice in this episode. No, this is so an actual it's bottle true. itself. I know, so. you read Bartle. it on the bottle. Bartle. 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 Bartle and James. I'm starting to get a little cursive. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, Mr. Cursive? Yes. What's uh, your score? You know what? I'm going to give this one a 4.25. I mean, this is seriously one of those... <laughs> Put this in my mouth! ...moments, yeah. you know what I mean? And I will give it a 4.25 as well. We finish each what other. That's it. We finish each <laughs> other. <laughs> so they, the they average do. for uh, the transcontinental rum line from Australia is 4.45. I see a, a pattern. It just keeps getting better and better. Yeah. Get on you, Australia. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Australia for beer. Except, All right. except it was rum. <laughs> Yes, sir. Do you think truth? Do you think there? Because when we did do that, real quick, all I thought was Australian rum, and then in my head, all I was thinking of was Australian pirates. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So ah, good eye. We're pirates. 
You want some rum? <laughs> that's it. That's that was it. That was, was all I had. I are. Fuck, I thought that was going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> Australia didn't need pirates. It was already full of criminals. <laughs> well, there probably were pirates oh, that yeah. were there. Yeah. Now I think of it. Yeah. 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 Speaking of pirates. It's a bunch of pi- pirates running around a pancreas. There you go. <laughs> With that, we'll take our advertising break. Specifically from Bridgeview Liquors. We'll be right back after this. Brews, Booze, and Reviews is sponsored in part by FargoUnderground.com, your one-stop online experience dedicated solely for those who work, live, and play in the beautiful and historic district of the Twin Cities of Fargo, North Dakota, and Moorhead, Minnesota. One of those ways that FargoUnderground.com is great is their food truck locator. Located when you hover over the food tab, you can click on that tab and it will bring you to a screen that has the full schedule of participating food truck vendors in the FM area. All time is subject to change. When you click on the full schedule tab, you can search by date and location on where you can find the food truck in that area. It also features food trucks that are on location the day you are currently checking by default. So stop by FargoUnderground.com and check out their food truck locator today for all your favorite fast food grub. Once again, that's FargoUnderground.com. Booze and Reviews would like to thank our sponsors at Bridgeview Liquors. Head on out to Bridgeview Liquors. They just started doing their events again, their their cocktail classes, their whiskey education stuff every Saturday. I'm excited to hit up some of those events, maybe learn something about what I'm talking about. They also have one of the best beer selections in town. Check out their Facebook page every Friday for the new inventory. Also, they have an ever-expanding whiskey selection, which I'm very excited about. I've seen some new things coming through there uh, that I haven't seen previously. So kudos, Bridgeview Liquors. Also, this just in. If you mention Brews, Booze, and Reviews, you get 10% off your purchase. Not just something that we've highlighted, not just on one of your items. It's your entire purchase, 10% off. Just mention the podcast at the time of checkout. So anyway... Thanks again, Bridgeview Liquors. Check them out, bridgeviewliquors.com, or head to their Facebook page at Bridgeview Liquors. Or maybe you put it on on Facebook. You you had requested like what what are uh, some impressions you want me to learn? And I think I went Marcel Marceau. Yeah, you did that. But there was another time. I think I said Harpo Marx. No, there, but, <laughs> but there was. An, like, I see what you're doing. All silent characters. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, you did that on me. But there was a time where I was on this show. Some of the diehard listeners will remember this. Mm-hmm. That I said at one point. I think you got me going on Catherine Hepburn. You wanted me to do the, ah, oh, Spencer Tracy, he come into my dressing room, waving his dick around. I said, I got a show to do, you prick. <laughs> um, and, and, and then I, I made the comment. I just said, most of my impressions that I do are usually dead people. And, and then you just started yelling out dead people. And you said, that'll be easy. Just lay down. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. probably right. And on that note, I guess Usually what back. I tell Anne. You get one of those for <laughs> that one, down. guys. Just lay down. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Thanks, guys, for listening to our advertising break. And uh, make sure to uh, go to our sponsors and check out their stuff. Check out their wares. Check out their wares. 
Our next alcohol for the day is actually going to be a rum. Ah, we went Another from a rum. rum to a rum. A rum to a rum, but this is actually Bacardi. This is their 10-year. This is their Bacardi Grand Reserva Diaz. Who brought this? I did. Done. Ah. And that bottle was worth how much? Dirty I earnest. I don't remember. I'm cheap, so it's you know, probably, probably 40, the 40 bucks, to think. $50 range, maybe. I think 45 or something, yeah. Ernie, you're not as cheap as I am. I uh, I just stole he some. Stole, yeah. I stole some of my old man's hooch. He, he stole homemade stuff, so he didn't even think go to a store to do it. Did they? Did he have like shopping bags down in the basement too, or anything? Oh, like he's that? got the Thanks whole for thing. Coming. Yes, he's got the whole thing set up. He puts on an apron, makes himself look like he's uh, you know a green grocer, and he's like, "What can I get you, son?" And, uh, yeah, I've heard your dad speak, and that's the worst impression you do. That is the worst impression of my dad. Yes. <laughs> All right, this uh, Bacardi Grand Reserva Ten Year Extra Rare Gold Rum, right? What do you get in the nose in this one? So, yeah. So, extra rare gold rum matured in charred white oak barrels uh, for gentle smoothness and subtle smokiness. Aged I, for a full 10 years in the Caribbean sun. I was going to say this one. So, you know, we just finished up drinking the rum. This one uh, doesn't smell as sweet. It does have a little bit more of that smokiness to it. Mm-hmm. A little Sm- a little more subtle. Smoky sweetness is ah, what I got out of here's it. Here's a little more subtle. It's a little less subtle. <laughs> little Am less I doing sorry. okay? Am I doing fuck? good? You're doing- I'm trying not to fuck this up. Keep it up, Scout. Keep okay. trying. Okay. Thanks, Dad. Well, it says on the uh, Bacardi.com that there's going to have some almond and peach in the nose. Almond, I get. Yeah. I, I would say stone stoned fruits. I do get the almond, though. Yeah. I... I think the there is a fruitiness, but it skews more dark fruit to me. I get kind yeah. of a a blackberry kind of thing. A very very molassesy yeah. kind of uh tones on that one, yep. Dark darker sugars. I I definitely get a rich caramel. Yeah. There, yeah. Is it that caramel that or like is it caramel? caramel? It's caramel, caramel if you said it that way. Kara, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. What's the I difference? Melt. The spelling is the fucking difference, dude. There's no there's no debate. One has an extra a. That's it. <laughs> but, is, but is that extra A mean it's a different product? No, it's a different pronunciation. But is it a different product? Who fucking cares? <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah, right. Here it comes. <laughs> Figure it out. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I forgot you're fluent in Canadian. I am. I, yes. A- I was born and raised uh, six miles away Botten from the border. Or- Botanal. Surus. The fucking dance Surus. champion up there. Up don't, there. don't you ever forget that. Yeah, you Fuck guys, it. you want to see a dance champion. He's over here. I don't know why I'm going French Canadian. I don't, I don't either. either. <laughs> no, he's, he's very good, yes. So uh, so one of my go-to drinks is usually like a rum. I used to be rum coke, but as I'm getting older, I'm t- trying to stay away from like the sugar. So it's like a rum cloudy or like a rum cranberry. Because um, I like rum, it's a little sweeter. So... Uh, one day I just saw this Bacardi. And so usually when, when you drink that, it's like a Bacardi or, you know, something, a white rum cheap. Yep. But I happened mm-hmm. to saw, saw, happened to see this Bacardi 10 year and I'm like, huh, why, why not spend the extra, you know, a few bucks and give it a try? Cause uh, thanks to you motherfuckers. Yeah. 
I started getting into <laughs> bourbons and whiskeys, and you know, instead of spending you know nineteen ninety nine for a one seven five liter, now I'm spending you know thirty forty up yeah fifty dollars for a seven fifty. Yep. <laughs> so actually starting to enjoy you know drinking liquor neat or you know even with a nice cube or a little bit of water. So that's kind of why I chose this one. I'm like, yeah, it's still Bacardi rum, but it's aged ten years. Looks well, good. I will say this: this is the best Bacardi I've ever had. Yeah, that's probably, not too, probably not too difficult. That is yeah. true. <laughs> but that's a true statement. And they say I hear that with the palate, they got banana, pear, and vanilla, and I get all that. And that's, I... The vanilla is n- nice and strong. That new mm. white oak is going to give you that, the vanillins from the, from the oak, so... Mm. But that having that pear in there... Oh, yeah. Just, and that banana, it's not as banana as that bamboo I have over here. No, but it's definitely there. That bamboo's uh, that bamboo is sweet like a liqueur though. I don't. It's know got additives. It's, oh yeah, that's got yeah. a lot of sugar. I bet yeah. this has a little sugar yeah. added, but yeah. The, the previous one was additive free. I think Bacardi's going to be one of those ones that uh, have additives. Yeah, on there. a lot of the big brands do for rum. Yep. I think I know what Michael Caine would say if he he took a whiff of the nose on this one. I hope we get to hear it. <laughs> yeah, don't okay. don't keep this one to yourself, Ben. Oh, I, I'm Share Ma- with the class. Yes. I'm, hello, I'm Michael Kane. I like the, how he has to introduce himself. Michael Kane, and the nose on this Bacardi has gone a bit pear shaped. <laughs> Did you say that one already, dude? Have you not noticed? Every impression he does, he only has like seven words. Told you not to blow the bloody doors off. (laughs) She was only 16 years old. See, I have range, you motherfucker. (laughs) Do Catherine Hepburn again. (laughs) Well, it's probably going to involve Spencer Tracy flinging his dick at me. Actually, I did once with somebody. Uh, we did this. I, you can cut this out if you want. Otherwise, who cares? Uh, but uh, I was working out a routine of uh, Jimmy Stewart going down on Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently Batman's not allowed to go down on Catwoman, so yeah. I have to hear this one. Go ahead. So, yeah, just Jimmy Stewart like, oh, well, Catherine, I'll, I'll just watch. <laughs> oh, Jimmy. Oh, God. That's the spot. <laughs> it's just that's... it's just it's just a lot of mumbling. Yeah. That's all it is to that impression. Uh-huh. And it would probably sound the same if he was motorboating her too, right? Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> I what don't... are you gonna do? Well he did his best. Yeah, there we go. All right. So what do we give what do we give this rum for for more that, flavor notes? It... Right? And it says it's also a finish of pineapple and cinnamon, which is interesting. I get a little bit of that hints of cinnamon. I don't know that I get pineapple. I was looking for the pineapple myself and I couldn't find it. But it dries out and it's got that spiciness like cinnamon does. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah, I get I get more of the cinnamon allspice, like vanilla. Stick cinnamon. And still and still sugar. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. No, I added a little bit of water to it and it it didn't really I think this is pretty good neat. It didn't dazzle, yeah. Nah. Not like Give the, the old razzle dazzle. Not like men's impressions. Give them the old razzle dazzle, razzle dazzle. Um, that's just some random showgirl from vaudeville. Nobody knows her <laughs> name. 
That's all that it's is. Probably Susan or something. I think, well, it was guest number two. <laughs> guest number two. I was on the boards. Now I'm doing Catherine Hepburn That's again. A, what Jesus the hell? Christ. We've had right. it. We've had let's it let's rate this thing. Yes, uh, Evan, what do, what do you get this one? Let's have you start this one out. Sure. Um, it definitely is the best Bacardi I've had. It's nice, rounded. I, I would say simple, but not um, uninteresting. I would go 3.75. I'm actually going to go a little bit higher. I'm going to go four on this one, you know, for being um, kind of like a mass-produced one. How much was this? Do you remember? I, I don't. Um, it's probably right around that 40 to 50 at the most Okay. price range. Granted, it's not really hard to say this, like, this is the best Bacardi I ever had. If they just put a little attention into it and make it a little more complex, which they did. Uh, so, yeah. Ah, kudos to them. Yeah. Uh, you know? I mean, there, there's something to be said about mass producing something like the Bacardi White Rum that everybody drinks and fucking rum cokes. Well, yeah, and, I and mean, people eat it up. Man. Bacardi, Bacardi yeah. is the fucking king of so, of mean, clear rums. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Ernie, what do you got for a score? Four or five. I like this one, Mr. Chris. Chris. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go three seven five. Tasty. And Catherine? Well, there's a lot of... <laughs> Don't laugh over me. I'm trying to make an introduction, thank you. I think that this would go over quite well after possibly one of my many matinees, which most of you will never forget. I'll give it a 3.75. Thank you, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> Cause... <laughs> they were hot always together. Spencer, always Spencer trees. Well, they were so hot yeah. together, you know. Yeah, boiling. <laughs> so the average for the Bacardi Grand Reserve 10-year is 3.95. Yeah. Still a, good, but we went man. the wrong direction. Do we have anything that's below average yet? No. no. Oh, I don't it's think a good gonna, day. I'll, I'll Just apparently rarely. my sense of humor. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> it's an acquired. Oh, oh, that shit, makes you fuckers laugh. Okay, Fuck I see. Yeah, self, right. Have you not figured out self-deprecating humor is fucking always the best humor? I usually yeah. try to make fun of the rest of you. I make myself. Fun of, I make fun of Ben as Ben. Yes, <laughs> and and what I do as a career is I just imitate that. Yeah, yeah. Self-deprecating. That's exactly how I get a lot of my success. I shit. Is, is I shit all over myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Oh fuck! Where is it? Here you go. I oh. like getting shit on. There we yeah. go. Yeah. All right. So this next one. Oh shit! It's spilling. Sorry, I was grabbing this. This next one I actually got not from Bridgeview, but from Caskers.com. So I wanted to pull up their description of it. Now this is one of those ones that's going to be like I just got a lot of wood because this one is called the Noble Oak Trinity Reserve. Now Noble Oak is um uh, uh, I haven't heard much about this distillery. And I want to get the Trinity Reserve because this description sounded so good I had to get it. Now, this is uh, this straight bourbon brings together three continents. Aged at least four years is then finished with hand-picked oak staves. American X bourbon, European X sherry scotch, and new Japanese ones. Now, that's different from what the back of this bottle says. It says three oaks, three worlds, three flavors. Three distinct continents have come together to bring you a rare trilogy of flavor. Finished with the finest wood from around the world, Noble Oak Trinity Reserve is a marriage of Japanese, European, and American oak. The Japanese oak imparts a silky elegance. The European oak brings richness. 
The American oak adds vibrancy. The result is a one-of-a-kind spirit that is intensely flavorful and complex in character. Notes of caramel, dark spice, and vanilla pervade. Distilled in Indiana. Knox, nobody so, reads a label quite like you do. I know I'm really good at it. That's what we call them, stuttering Knox. Oh. <laughs> oh, you can lick my tasty nuts. All right, here we go. Well, after this. And they're salty too. So, so product of Indiana. Are we going to assume then this is an MGP, MGP product? It's definitely yes. an MGP. Right? Yeah. So, and for those people who might not know what MGP is, uh, uh, my good people. Okay, thank yeah, you. They make their own whiskeys. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but MGP. So a lot. I get. It pisses me off when people just go, "Oh, MGP." MGP makes good fucking whiskey. Totally it, agree. It's, it's uh, then there other people buy those whiskeys and then they re-age them, right? Or age mm-hmm. them again in something else and finish them differently. So if you get a bad MGP product, it's just probably somebody finishes it poorly. Yep. So I th- I, I like uh, the MGP and then uh, this is going to be aged in three different barrels and then they Midwest, blend it up. Midwest Grain Products. That's what I said. Yeah, no, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. <laughs> Yeah, but Knox looked it up on Wikipedia, so now we know it's true. It's Wikipedia. Right? It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, because the, the actual Wikipedia. MGP's fucking website didn't even say that, so I had to Wikipedia what MGP stood for. So I, I really wanted this one, and I know this is sixty four ninety nine on, on. We should buy a barrel from MGP and then just agent our mouths and see what happens. <laughs> well, it'd only be like a two-day... You gotta drink some water or food Or else you're gonna fucking die And Chris, you got a big mouth So I think this could work I think I have an average size mouth It's about three Three ounces Three and a half ounces ounces. (laughs) We did the study Tori and I did a study Yes, yes I know this All right. so the tasting notes Uh, The nose opens with the sweetness Cereal and stewed fruit notes there's a bittersweet character on the creamy palate with maple sugar, caramel, and baking spices, followed by butterscotch and banana. Finishes long with zesty ginger and vanilla tastes. You know, it does smell a lot like my other grandma's pantry. <laughs> Tree. Pantry. Tree. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I had to clarify that for Christopher over Speaking here. Of- Speaking of trees, I do get some wood off of this. <laughs> yeah? How hard? <laughs> I, not oak, more like I don't know, some softwoods, some, some maple, out of wood. I just got a lot of wood. I mean, cedar maybe. I mean, I, I really do get the the caramel vanilla oak, right? Yep. yep. No, I do I, get, I get that, a, the complexities because the Japanese wood, from what I understand, is going to be that like that light, lighter finish on it, not so like brown mm, sugar. Yeah, here I, I'm getting. I get the slightest hint of James Woods. <laughs> yeah, a little James Wood, a, a little bit, not a lot, but and you don't want a lot. I call that. I call bad news on that one. Nope, no, <laughs> damn. Nope. Nope. Okay, so <laughs> I do get a little bit of that butterscotch too. Yep, I, the banana comes through to me as like cooked banana. It's got that plantains. Yeah, oh, okay, plantains. Yep. Yeah, I like this one. I can, you, I can see that. I can smell that. No, when you said that, it was kind of weird because for me in my head, and obviously I always get drunk on this show. I mean, that's just what happens. Uh, but it, when we were going from those rums, 
It was like almost like I was getting uh, like the raw ingredients when you like bake something, right? Mm-hmm. And then when we switched to this, it was like, oh, we took all those fruits and and whatnot, and we we made like a fruit bread, like a fruit cake sort of thing. It's almost got like a the best. This is horrible advice for anyone for tasting notes or anything, but it was like I felt with the rums, we had all the ingredients laid out on the counter. And then we took a break and we came back and we took all those ingredients and we baked a bread and now we're eating that. Okay. Just in the nose. I'm getting all kinds of shit. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I have to say this before I lose it, right? I, I get, amazingly enough, I get like dark cherries in the nose, creme brulee, almost like a red hot cinnamon in the very back end. I get the cinnamon. I'm not picking up any of these. Of I'm get, not picking up those fruits like you are. I get a little bit of red apple. So it's like not the sour apple, but the red apple. I get the cherry, a kind of a dried cherry. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it reminded me of fruitcake. I think that's a good analogy. Yeah. Because yeah. I do get some nutmeg in there too on this. So that, that breadiness. Mm-hmm. Almost I the, like a kind of banana banana bread. I get the spices. I'm not getting really any of those fruits that you guys think. Well, you're doing it wrong. Oh, well, I'm trying to do it different. <laughs> All right. What do you guys get in the flavors? It's 50.3%. Yeah. Listen, you know, I don't get the burn on that. Though. Not not as not too bad, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know if uh, we mentioned it was fifty point three. Um, I do get a little bit of that burn, but after that, it kind of smooths, mellows. Maybe it's a better word. Out and some of those again, like fruit, maybe a little vanilla, some spices. Yeah, yeah. Some, something in there. I like how they like put the a comma ca- after zesty. Like zesty is a th- is that a thing you can buy? I'll have a bag of zesty. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> no. It's an no, it's adjective, to... you schmuck. Correct, but you wouldn't put a comma there. Yeah, it should be modifying ginger. The comma yes. is a mistake. Yeah. That's what I'm. <clears throat> I do wow, get the ginger okay. on the end. I feel like that that I... spicy ginger yeah. comes right through. <clears throat> that that's what I pick up. It's the, definitely a, a redhead. No, 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 no. You're reading it wrong, Chris. It says it finishes long with zesty ginger and vanilla taste. So. So it's three hold on. Things. Let me finish. Let me finish. Oh, we're gonna They're me. all being used as modifiers to the noun tastes. So there are zesty tastes, there are ginger tastes, and there are vanilla tastes. Grammar, look it up. Throw tastes out because it doesn't need to be there. You get ginger, vanilla, and I'll take a bag of that zesty. Yeah, I don't know what zesty tastes would be just by itself. Right. <laughs> Well, it See, depends on. I mean, if oh, it does depend on. So you should elaborate, not put a comma after zesty. I'm sorry to get so fr- frustrated. I, I actually, I think when you go through the drive-through at McDonald's, I think it's on their menu. Is it just zesty? It's, it's on their dollar menu. Well, the hey, side is zesty. I get a, oh yeah, at a dollar menu of the zesty. <laughs> uh, can I get a Big Mac and a supersized zesty? zesty? <laughs> Please and thank you. Wow. Uh, this has a lot of complexity. It does. As it's I, got keep, a lot of stuff going. I keep chewing it, and I get so much. Like I can actually, it feels like I can uh, tell a difference that there's more than one wood in in that. Like that Japanese wood is going to be like really light and kind of um, like cedary dry, and then that bourbon kicks in with that with that vanilla. Um, it does have that uh, a, a ginger aftertaste. Like fresh, fresh uh, ground ginger. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, Which that that's the that's my favorite part because I I really like ginger stuff. I don't know why, but lately, I, if I'm if I'm mixing any bourbon with anything anymore, if I'm not making an actual cocktail, if I'm just like drinking highball, ginger ale, yeah. whiskey and ginger yeah, ale. Yeah, you you always kind of mention about ginger ale. I is fucking a good, love it, yep. dude. It, it's just it's a clean thing, right? And it it allows the whiskey to shine through. Um, so I like when you get <clears throat> that flavor from the whiskey itself. Chris, I, what's your favorite brand of ginger ale? Oh. I, Canada Dry. Canada Dry. Did yeah, you ever bro. hear about the guy who was uh, he was driving and he saw a billboard that said "Drink Canada Dry"? No, <laughs> he no. went he went up there and he did. Okay. Yeah, I think, th- I think that's a. <laughs> if you all could see Knox's face, <laughs> he's a sad dad. <laughs> I think that's an he's old like, Brendan Bean line. He's like, a if what? I could come up with a new sounder for that. It, uh, yeah, uh, Irish playwright Brendan Behan uh, was an alcoholic, and I think that's a line of his from like the '60s on a talk show. See, <laughs> I, I steal stuff from people that nobody knows. <laughs> that's great. Not just except, your dad, except my yeah. That's fun. That's fantastic. <laughs> so, any other notes on this? Uh, the Royal Oak. I this one surprised me. It's got a you it's know got, for, it's for, got good numbing features to it. Yep. yep. Uh, lips lips are getting there. Probably lips from chewing a lot on, on this bourbon, but uh, let me tell you, uh, for never hearing of uh, Noble Oak before and stumbling across this, uh, I, I definitely would buy this again. 65 bucks. This is not a bad price for what I'm getting out of the taste. Nah, 65 bucks for, yeah, 50%. Relatively mm-hmm. speaking. So I'll start this one off. I'm, I'm giving this one um, a 4.5 out of 5. I just really appreciate the complexity. But you can, you know, one thing that I, I, I think is the, the only downfall, I still think it's a little young. I think you get a lot more wood than you should um, on this one. I think it is. A bit... <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking <laughs> bad. <laughs> I, I think got a lot of wood. Honey, I think, I think you got a little more wood I than think, you should on that one. I don't think don't that this go one, on another blind date like that. This was this shouldn't be full on erect. You should get a little less wood. So this is like balls deep, and it should be like only half shaft. Correct. Okay. Um, okay. I, I would like it to because you just pick up too much of those oaky flavors. Is it um, more of a James Woods or a Tiger Woods? Uh, yeah, it's they're both, they both terrible have huge people. dicks. <laughs> <laughs> but they both have huge dicks, so I don't know. That's kind of a toss-up. <laughs> I mean, you know James Woods is like hung like fucking horses. <laughs> how, how do we know this? Swagger. His personality. Swagger. <laughs> He's got that fucking swagger. He's got that big dick energy. Yeah. <laughs> he's got that Rasputin dick energy is what he's got. Rasputin. All right. He fucked his way to the top. Yes, he did. <laughs> All right. What else we got? Uh, I fucked my way to the middle. <laughs> no? I'm giving it a 375. All right. Chris. Oh, is it my turn? Um, I'm going to do a 375 as well. Uh, there's a lot of fun stuff in this. Um yeah, I, I like it. It ben. was it was the best fruit cake I've ever drank. And just to give a thrill for your listeners, I'll give it a five. This is the Ooh. this is a Ooh, perfect. Right. the best. This is it's the best. All right. It's the best fruit cake I've ever drank. All right, and I'm He's basing it, it basing like it on that. 
I'm going to agree on the 375. I think there's a, a lot good there, but it feels a little not put together fully. And I think you're right about a little longer aging would marry all those flavors. Yeah. I'd say at least another two years mm-hmm. minimum. To make you get that five range, but that's just my opinion. What, what do we got? I, I'm, what, what, how long was this age? I didn't write that down. I'm stuttering Knox. <laughs> you guys can fuck off. <laughs> I'm talking in cursive big urn. All right, what do we got? I was just wondering how long was this aged? It's uh, I don't think four it's like- years before they do the extra oak, I think. Is that right? Well, it's of course, it's finished in the Japanese, yeah. the European, and yeah, the different casks. Anyway, so I was just curious. Uh, so the average for the Noble Oak Trinity Reserve bourbon whiskey is 4.15. Going in the back in the right direction. Mm-hmm. All right. Next. Well, this next one is when we get into the, uh, start getting into the- uh, Heavy stuff. Heavy stuff. Yeah. And uh, a little bit rarer stuff, right? So- this next one. So, so Chris, the Chris next one, uh, so this is the Little Book, right? Chapter yes. four? Little so, Book, chapter four. So we got this last year at that allocation release thing, right? Wait, were we doing Little Book or are we doing- We're doing Little Book because that's Or are what, we doing Larceny Barrel? We're doing Little Book. God damn it. Okay. I know, Ernie poured the wrong one. That's all right. It's okay, Ernie. It's always your fault. That's fine. <laughs> but it's, it's so, like we're it's like we're married, Ernie. So. These are words that I, I I've lived by, and it's got me wa- uh, f- through a lot. Get out, Chris is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, there it is. Both still are true, but I usually say to people, I didn't do it, but it's probably my fault. Yeah. <laughs> so right. so little book is by Booker's, right? Um. And they do a once-a-year release, so this was their fourth year doing it, so it's chapter four, little book. And yeah, we bought this uh, when they did their allocation thing at Happy Harry's last year. Um, so it, we've been holding on to this for a fucking while, but it's a wild ride, and uh, we should uh, start drinking and talking about it. All right, so if you uh, if you go to their actual website, littlebookwhiskey.com, unfortunately, they don't have chapter four up there, so I had to go to another website. I went to breakingbourbon.com, and it's uh, 122.8 proof. This was about $125 for MSRP. Is this correct? Uh, yeah, I think we paid 110 120 I think something we, like uh, that. Yeah, it was 117 I believe, is Me what we you. paid for. Yep. Um, so this is straight Me from... You, boo. <laughs> this is straight from Beam Suntory. So this is a Jim Beam product. This was released uh, August of 2020. We were there for that. Yes. Wasn't there a song once that was me and you and a dog named Boo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to shut up. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Love you, buddy. It's about right. time. So the mass bill is undisclosed, but it's a blend of four-year-old Kentucky straight brown rice bourbon, eight-year Kentucky rice. straight high rye rye whiskey, and seven-year-old Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. So, what's what is high rye rye? I thought so, you said you were done. It's redundant. No, this, well, a rye whiskey is a fifty-one percent. But if you go a high rye rye whiskey, then it's going to be like well, ninety-five, yeah. right? Yeah, but 
rye whiskey's rye, whatever. No, anyway. it was a legitimate but, yeah. question. No, it is a legitimate I was question. Yes. Well, I mean, are you talking about Canadian rules or so, real rules? Well, oh, wow, real. I didn't know. <laughs> I don't know. a huge I difference. Know. I don't know. I've never heard anything else. Okay, does bullet rye, so call it a high rye rye? I mean, they so it was finished in Japanese casks. I've never heard it referred to it like that before. Right. You could just put rye whiskey and understand that it's high rye because it's at least 51%. I, now all yeah. I want to see happen is uh, the, the folks, I think Warner Brothers owns the property now to the Hanna-Barbera cartoons. I want to see a Scooby-Doo rye whiskey. Yeah. Just like, hi, rye, rye, rye whiskey. <laughs> rye whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I found that funny. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> All right. All right, so what do we get on the nose, guys? Uh, the website says grass, herbal, apple, light oak, light brown sugar, mild oak, faint ethanol, which is that burn, <laughs> and spicy the tail. And you smell enough so of it, you ethanol. faint. <laughs> Miss <laughs> ethanol. Talk amongst Woo. yourselves. <laughs> like, no, this, it's, cool. it's, kind of, it's kind of a, has a light aroma, but then once you get your nose in there and it gets all wet. That's right. Wash your hands in it. I First thing that jumped out at me was almost an aftershave like note not in a bad way but like aqua velva like aqua velva <laughs> <laughs> I, I do get some of that apple a little bit yep i do get that maybe. grass yeah first first note i get like a green apple maybe grass green apple yeah like a dried hay it's got that yep like it's like Grassy. it's harvest day. Yeah. A horse blanket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes, it's been these. a while. <laughs> Did Frau Blucher show up? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Baking spices? Tinge bit of green apple? 61.4%, huh? Yeah. You, I yeah. smell the 61.4% as the first thing I smell. And this mm. is the little book. What the hell's the rating on the big book? Oh, yeah. That was a good one. The Bible. <laughs> All right. Oh God, there's just every time I smell it, I smell something different. So that's because Chris pulled my finger. They all so so the, <laughs> so Jim Beam obviously the, that whole company makes a bunch of different money whiskeys, right? Mm -hmm. Bakers, I think, is part of that line. Uh, Jim Beam, of course, uh, but Booker's. Is one of them, right? Booker's. Yeah, yeah. So their brand, Booker's, uh, does this once a year. That's why it's called Little Book. Oh, I love I love Jimmy Beam. They're, those sausages are delicious. Sheepers and the creepers, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to tell these bad jokes, Ernie. <laughs> I guess I'm taking the day off. We brought you on for voices. Ernie Cheers, stays man. for the bad jokes. I think you guys switched roles. Yeah, it's a good day. Well, I could do the rest of the show as Paul Lind, if you really wanted me to, your, gla your glasses aren't big enough. Oh, I keep, I keep fucking you, him you, up with you, Charles Nelson yes, Riley. You always mm. confuse Paul Lind with Charles Nelson Riley. How about Paul Stanley? <laughs> Paul Ugh. Stanley? Who the hell was that? Oh, Jesus Christ! All right, back to the booze. Kiss. <clears throat> All right, so, so, so what? The, what this website is actually saying this breaking bourbon. All those nose notes. I get that. Nose notes. I get that apple, that green apple, that mild oak. It's not a faint ethanol. It's more of a, you know, ethanol. Right. 
You, gotta, <laughs> you really do have to pull this one away from your nose a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so mean, you know, I, I have to have my mouth open quite a bit more than normal when I'm nosing this one. I'm pretty sure... <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm getting a more ethanol off of this one because those last two rums that we had, they both uh, the, counterintuitively smelled like uh, both of my grandma's pantries. But this one kind of smells like grandpa's shop. Do you get cinnamon toast crunch? I get some cinnamon out of it. Yeah. It says palate, heavy there's, cinnamon, there's baking cinnamon spice. cinnamon and uh, like... Cardboard, like a good one though. <laughs> High quality, the kind that you can recycle. Highly gourmet cardboard, yeah. Yeah. like yeah. like actual moving boxes, not those ones you pull out of the liquor store dumpster, right? Right. Yeah. Correct. Oh yeah. 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 That's that, that's oh. that's heavy. Like I said, heavy cinnamon. That's like really hot. It come, the heat comes like it's so spicy. Like right away, like it hammers you. Yeah. Right, oh. in the, right in the back of the tonsils. Like, bam, this is spicy. Almost like it's rye, but it's not. But it but is then rye. It calms. But it is. Some of it is rye. Some well, of it yeah, is, yeah. yeah. In but, fact, I mean, it's high it, rye rye. High rye rye rye. <laughs> but shit, that it just really calms Ooh. down into something that's really um, creme brulee. Like that vanilla caramel mix. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. That perfect mix of the with two. A bit, yeah, little, yeah. With a little bit of like oaky wood. Yeah. yeah. Some in there. That's kind of what I got too, Knox. I agree with you. I get yeah. first, it's like hits hits your mouth, and it's like the ethanol burn. And then you wait a moment, and then you get more burn, and then it kind of melts out into like a, a kind of a semi sweet cinnamon. And then I said I get some earthy woodness at the end. Perfect. It stays with you for quite a this while. This shit's though. layered as hell yeah. to me. It's because um, there's cherry in there. Yeah, I tasted it, after my oof, like cherry my, bark. My third go-to. It's mm-hmm. like Shrek and onions, and like I still get some Bears. fucking cinnamon, but f- like rose petals or when I smell it again. What's a bottle of this run? Just out of curiosity, about hundred and ten or one twenty. Oh wow! Yeah. There. So we got, we this, got this one for one hundred and seventeen dollars. Is and, this a wait, wait, limited wait. thing? Yes, it's a it's a once a year allocation, and we did get this over at. Uh, sorry, Evan, but uh, he wanted us to mention this. Uh, Happy Harry's over there on Fifty Third Avenue by uh, South Walmart. Here's uh, here's to you, uh, Nathan. Thank you for yeah. giving us a heads up on this allocation bottle. Yeah, no problem. There's there's stuff we don't get allocation wise because. We're in Minnesota, and the best bottles tend to go to the Twin Cities because that's yep. where the population is. Yep. Anything in North Dakota is going straight to Fargo. So I always, if people are looking for really close allocated bourbons, I'm like, go check out Fargo. That's where you're going to find them. Yeah. Especially when Evan's got guys like us in his pocket for giving us the good bourbons that he gets. We'll, but <laughs> we'll get to Bridgeview after Bookers for sure. Um, for sure. Oh, this is, did you guys drop some waters into this? I did. Uh, yeah. I'm about to. Yes, it's way it, it mellows it out more a lot, dude. Now that. it's like a, a sexy brown sugar. Ooh. Yep. I still get that cinnamon, like cinnamon toast crunch. It's almost, and I say cinnamon toast crunch because it almost feels like that milkiness is there too. So like sweetness, probably from the vanilla or something like that that you're getting. So it just, uh, I just want to hang out in here for a little bit. Okay. So what you're saying is, when you first tried it. It reminded you of cinnamon toast crunch, but then you added some water to 
to it and it kind of opened things up and, and it kind of sounds like those three chefs that were on the cereal box just like decided to put on fishnet stockings. Who's oh yeah, they got snap, sexier. crackle and pop. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> no, that's, that's Rice Krispies. I know. I can't. Was Wendell it really? was yeah. one of the names. I know. Was they it really? the chefs because they had the chef hats? Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. me? No, no, no. no, no that's real. a real thing. <laughs> Wendell was the name of one of the chefs. I think he was the, the he was like the gray haired one with glasses. He was the baritone. Yes, yes, yes. He was. Look, yes, hey guys, he was. guys, look at this. Look at those legs in that glass. And this is after I added water. I added more uh, water than normal because it's sixty one point. Dude, yeah, four, 61.4. Fuck. Mm. But yeah, I get a lot more of that sweetness, that caramel of the vanilla. Yes. I, I, I think water. some chocolate yeah. enters yeah. into it. Some white, like white a, chocolate. Yeah, right? like a chocolate yeah. pastry because it's got mm. that creaminess like you're getting with the cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, it's... Oh, how decadent. I, I just think this is an incredible whiskey. I just really, really enjoy it. I think this is a uh, total of all the whiskeys that I've had, only the third one that it really super improved when I added water to it. Usually it just detracts from the ethanol on the water and kind of brings out floral notes, but adding it to this just brings out I so much get, more. I think you get more fruit. Did yeah. you say bit. something about I hormones? Feel like, I feel like you get no? smoke, a little swear, smokiness. I swear I thought I heard you say hormones there. I said pheromones. Pheromones. Oh, that's he, what it was. He puts a little dab no. of this behind his ear and it goes oh, shit and crazy. I don't think either of those things were said. <laughs> Do, but Well, it leads to the question, since it is Father's Day, what's the difference between an enzyme and a hormone? Spelling? Uh, you you I, can't I, hear never... an enzyme. You cannot hear an enzyme. <laughs> but you can hear a hormone. All right, that's okay. You don't get one of these, <laughs> but you'll get one of these. All right. Funny as ever. All right. <laughs> so, so this has a little bit more burn that I like, but it's got a lot of complex complexity to it and flavors. I added a little bit of water to it, which kind of helped fuck. calm the that burn down, the ethanol down. So, yeah, I can actually really appreciate this. I wonder if that weird cinnamon thing is that the the brown rice. Ah, that could be. That special That's for right, beans. rice in this one. I don't know, but this is... A, I, have you guys ever had... What the fuck is that? Creamed rice... Uh, it's a Norwegian or bread pudding, ramagrat. Yeah, ramagrat. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. okay. So like a like a it's a it's a creamy white rice dish that you slather on it? with fucking. Well, some people do raisins. Mm -hmm. um, my grandmother never really did raisins. She just did the the rice. So it's a really creamy rice, really rich uh, and sweet. And then you fucking douse cinnamon on top of yeah. it, and the, I'm getting that big time on the fucking nose now. Huh. I. Don't think I ever had any of that, I'm, which well, is odd because I'm Norwegian. I'm just reminded of of growing up now in, in an Irish Catholic household in like a completely Scandinavian Lutheran community, and uh, the the what the you'd hear some of the old ladies say they like, oh yeah, those those folks over here at St. Williams, yeah, they glorify Mary. Well, we we rice. we glorify rice. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah, that's, that's what the other. Say. Yeah, that's the yeah, other. One. That's it. Isn't religion funny? Yeah, yeah so <laughs> no, no, really. Or glorified rice. I, I, I definitely get that. So that makes sense. Uh, I forgot that there was rice in this whiskey. Or, well, hey, mm -hmm. the more since, since you, you know, brought it, why don't you rate it? 
Fuck, man. This is a, as good of a whiskey as I've had. I mean, there's flaws and everything, so 4.75, but it's right. fucking... Psh, spend the money if you find it. What about you? It was, well, hey, it was fun to try. There's a lot of stuff going on there, and I, I, in my personal opinion, I think it deserves a 4.5. All right. Evan, what do you got? Yeah, great stuff. I liked the rye complexity, especially on the nose. I think that gives that great spice character to it without getting too sweet. Uh, I'm going to go 4.5. Yeah, I'm actually going to go with 4.75. Uh, I, I, I really respect the fact that they went, um, balls deep, balls deep and went something <laughs> different, like added doing a brown rice type mash bill. I mean, that's fucking a kudos to you. You did something crazy and it works. Uh, I'm sorry, Knox four, seven, five. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I am going to give it a 4.25. Hey Ben, you got a glass over here that. Um, so really started to appreciate more of the, like the rye whiskeys and stuff, especially ever since our, when we went and visited uh, far North spirits up on Hallock, uh, which was actually episode number one thirty three. I never really thought I would like that, 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 what I call a Bernie alcoholness, but damn it guys, I'm starting to appreciate it more. Well, maybe and, if the Bernie had uh, like those mittens on, you'd be okay. <laughs> right. Or if he would have been president. Um, anyway, I'm getting weird. <laughs> right. So the average for Little Book 2020, Chapter 4, is 4.55. Yeah, that's an exceptional son of a bitch. Oh, my God. Though I came, I, I had to go take a leak. But I came back, and I heard you guys were talking about Bernie Sanders. Nope, we nope. weren't. Are you sure? Yep. HIV positive. Are you sure, though? HIV positive, <laughs> too, yeah. <laughs> well, I thought I'd share a little bit of love, and I know I sound... Uh, my. Does it sound like Alan Arkin when I do that? Uh, it's a raspier Alan. <laughs> yeah, that's how I do like Bernie if, Sanders. If Alan Arkin was a smoker... No, that's Dick More Pugin. of a smoker. That's Dick Pugin. Exactly. <laughs> Same fucking guy. <laughs> so every voice I that f- you and I do is based on Alan Arkin, yeah, is what you're it's saying. Kinda, yes. As long as it's a little bit. Well, just to give the folks at home a little taste of the root material. That's uh, it. That's it right there. That's yeah, my baseline. That's it. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? Ugh, what the hell are we drinking now? Okay, so this one. So this one is directly from Bridgeview. Bridgeview, I got the 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 message uh, last week. Hey, we just got this in. Would you like some? Dumb question, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was was gonna say the same thing, except for I was gonna say dumb. I'm gonna be like, you know, you don't really have to ask us. You could just be like, anytime you get a new bourbon in that you. that you, that anybody has ever thought was pretty good. Set it aside. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah, we'll yeah. come buy it. Yeah, I guess me saying <laughs> dumb question just puts no. it on puts it a negative I, twist on it. And that was my fault. Because so. you even said right, you know, Fargo gets some stuff because Fargo is the the biggest city in North Dakota. So all the allocated stuff for North Dakota is probably yeah, but- going to end up in. Fargo, Grand Forks, Bismarck. All the allocated stuff from Minnesota is going to end up in some of those bigger cities and not in Moorhead, Moorhead. unfortunately. Yeah. I have never fucking seen this 
anywhere. And so when Knox goes, hey, Chris, want to go pick up? Yes. Before I even finish reading the text, I fucking left work. I'm like, See ya, bitches. I got some barrel-proof whiskey to buy. Yikes. You've been kind of foaming at the mouth Dude, for this okay. one all goddamn day long. Yeah, you've if, been asking me for this for like a couple months. If you look back at our other episodes, right, we did that intro bourbon, like best best budget bourbons, right? 30 bucks and under. Yeah. I believe Weller Special Reserve won that. And I think Larceny was second, right? Because yeah. we, uh, it turns out we love our fucking weeded whiskeys here. Uh, you want to confirm that, Ernie? What do you got? Yeah, so uh, Budget Bourbon, uh, The Blind, uh, was episode 129. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and who won? I don't have that written. Fucking up. me got them all right, oh, bitches. Yeah, I have a little note here. Chris got all right. Ooh, oh yeah! Suck a flash. I do remember dick. that now. No, yeah, I only got them right because of Knox's no- nose notes. <laughs> if he wouldn't have right? said his he's... nose notes out loud, I would have fucked up on a couple of them. But then he 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 read it. He said his notes. I went, oh, yep. it's that one then. So anyway, but Larceny is one of my favorite budget bourbons. Twenty five bucks. It's fucking great. Yeah, it's easy to drink, and I've been fucking yearning to try this bad son of a bitch. That's all that was? No, oh, the okay. regular this, yeah, oh, the this regular. Is, But this is only 45 I think. Yeah, it's not wow. that yeah. expensive. You've got the it's receipt just, right over there. Yeah, I do. I I haven't actually <laughs> okay, stamped so it. So <clears throat> Larceny did not win the budget bourbon. No, Larceny itself but it was second. second. Yeah. But the other one was the the winner, which the I don't Weller remember. Special Weller's Special Reserve. Was, is harder to find. so Almost impossible. Yeah. So as far as bourbons that you can find for that price range, Larceny. And, yeah. and I actually had a lar- bottle of Larceny, that Larceny at home. Dude, just I buy just, them by the fistful. I just finished probably a week ago. <laughs> Stock up. Fistful of Larceny coming this fall. I feel like Larceny is going to be one of these things that's going to take off like Weller now. Where you're yeah. gonna, it's going to yeah. become increasingly harder to find because it is good and it is cheap. And now uh, so it's the barrel be more proof, expensive. the barrel proof weeded. just won, and it's weeded. Yeah. So if I, I'm calling it now. This is my stock, dude. It's going to be just like the Weller CYPB. You know, oh, all you're Wellers. never going to be able to find that. All Wellers, yeah. find go to a store right now. Any store in North Dakota, find Weller. Find me one fucking Weller, and if you can, send it. Dude, yeah. I'm serious. <laughs> if you can find Wellers. Send it to the podcast. Uh, I'll I'll pay for it later. <laughs> yeah, we do have a we do have Venmo or in pay and uh, uh, what's the other one? Cash app. Yeah, <laughs> and I just bought some pigeons. Did you say <laughs> no, Chris? Did you say cash cash app outside, Chris? Seriously, you just played wimpy to your listeners. I like, know. I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for, for a some, hamburger today for a bottle of booze today. <laughs> Well, how about we do this, guys? How about we get into this larceny barrel proof? Okay, right. so if you go to heavenhilldistillery.com. Also, quick question, oh, Evan. Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. fuck you. Okay, what? I, I think you're like, oh, God, who's he going to ask the question to? But if it's Evan, it's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> but no, how do you guys get a lot of Heaven Hill products? Heaven Hill we do decent with, yeah, with getting stuff in. Mm-hmm. You get larceny. What else does Heaven Hill do? I think Evan Williams is, that- is Heaven Hill. I would have to look to be sure. They have several different brands. Also, while we're on the topic, what's that bottled and bond that everybody's fucking losing their shit about? It's cheap agent age bottled and bond. Is that the one? Oh, that's I always thought it was seen. the Evan Williams bottled and bond that was. No, like... the one that you can't find here. I think it's agent. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, just checking. Because, uh, yeah, Heaven Hill does some good stuff, man. Mm-hmm. And 
So yeah, larceny. Yep, McKenna. That's oh. another Elijah Craig, Evan Williams. Dude. Yep. Okay. Oh, Fitzgerald. I really want toasted barrel. <laughs> but that Henry McKenna, I came and bought. Yep. Haven't brought over to the podcast. No, you don't. It's not here. That's at home. <laughs> and it's sad because it's about half full, and I can't find <laughs> or another half bottle. Empty. I will bring it so you guys can all try it. I, okay. I need to get rid of that pesky neck pour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. It just when... had a really long fucking neck, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, too. It's, it's a goddamn a, giraffe. It's a pretty stubby bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's just like that fucking uh, uh, yeah, Willet uh, pot still. Yep. Yeah, it's all neck. <laughs> all neck. <laughs> I'm still so, trying to get rid of this neck pour. So is my cock. I've got no head on it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. It's all stump. It's weird. It's all it's stump. <laughs> Not only do you get one of these for See, all stump. Ernie, Jesus. Ernie, take a lesson. Self-deprecating penis jokes yeah. go over like gangbusters. Yes. Like, uh, just make this jokes guy. about your small dick and you'll be fine. Yeah. My dick is so small, I have to make fun of other people's dick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It doesn't right, even make right. sense, but I like it. <laughs> Bears love honey and You're a poo Fuck bear. You. You're a poo bear. All right, Larceny. stuck in all your guys' heads for the rest of the day. It's right. one of my favorite songs. <laughs> Larceny Barrel Proof offers a new opportunity to experience our acclaimed weeded bourbon mash bill in its purest form. Non-chill filtered and bottled at full barrel proof. Released three times per year in January, May, and September. Each offering is a bold yet balanced special small batch bourbon, rich with depth and distinction. Much like Larceny Small Batch and Old Fitzgerald Bottled and Bond, Larceny Barrel Proof is a welcome reminder of just how good weeded bourbons can be. This is 68 years old, depending on uh, release. I think based off of some of our numbers of other weeded bourbons, I think we kind of really like weeded bourbons. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, just smoother on the mouth. I just don't know why. <laughs> I just don't know why people like, uh, it, it's funny to me because I'll talk to people like, oh, weeded bourbons. And it's like, yeah, but don't you like Weller? Yeah. Uh, Pappy? Uh-huh. Old Fitzgerald? Yeah. They're all fucking weeded, you dinks. Like, so I don't know why, like, <laughs> weeded bourbons have this weird reputation of, like, not being a good bourbon, but every fucking bourbon that everybody yearns for and pays out the fucking ass for is a weeded fucking bourbon. Yeah, they're all sought after. Yeah. I agree. Dude, but. you were talking about Cinnamon Toast Crunch on that last one. I get it a lot more in this one. I, it's a little bit of maple syrup. I don't get it as much in this one myself. So I'm trying to I'm trying to get the aroma off of this like Knox does. So I'm s closing my eyes as tight as I can. Clinching yep. your like butt that, hole. Like, oh, man, this shit's gonna come out eventually. And then put my nose in the glass and like, and then you move it away slowly. I get a lot more red berries this, on this on this oh, yeah. bourbon. Red yeah. fruit, heavy. it's fruitier like, than the, all the other stuff yeah, we've had today. I agree. It, Honestly, if after, cream has a smell, it just smells like it's going to feel fuller in your mouth. I don't know how to describe or what words. Yeah, like you know it, what I'm like like it was a <laughs> Chris, beer you're with, at a loss for words. <laughs> like wow. it was like it's a beer with <laughs> oats and spelt in it. It's just got that nice smoothness. I don't know. After Ernie described whatever he described right there, I was My like. Dick. I never want to see you drink a glass of Metamucil. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but no, there's um, there's some stuff that's going on with this. 
I will say this though, Chris's hype is. I mean, you do hype shit up, and sometimes yeah, it, boy, it, it kind of kills it for me a little bit. So I'm, 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 I'm having a moment with this one to yeah, see how sit I feel. Sit back, about relax, it. and enjoy yourself. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, nobody can be a better hype man than this guy. Me, me, me. I mean, and he's flavor, the worst flavor, hype flavor. man because every time I'm just trying to prove him wrong. <laughs> that's because you have a problem with me, and that's just a personal thing. It's oh, a relationship. I'm the only one that has a problem with you. I don't. Oh, Jesus Christ! Shut no, the fuck just up. the rest of us don't bourbon, bring it guys. up. <laughs> fuck. Uh, All right, you I can tell like, we've been drinking uh, nothing but booze this episode. <laughs> that's for sure. All right, coming back back to the to the larceny barrel, yeah, proof, guys. Uh, oh wow. So it's got toasted bread and maple and cinnamon on the nose, and the taste is going to be rich molasses uh, with notes of fig and hazelnut. So uh, right away, I'm like, this does not feel like 60.5%. Mm-hmm. Completely uh, you agree. Get, you get maybe you some s- of that fig, you get that you vanilla and oak, and then, and then about four seconds into it, you get a, a little bit of that 60.5%. And then it smooths out, mellows out again, and like wood, vanilla, um, maybe some cinnamon. Yeah, there at the end, nuts and cinnamon and caramel. But oh. but that that burn does not last long for s- over sixty percent alcohol. I get candied apple. That's one yeah. thing that's like ah. coming out really strong is candied apple and like sugared dates. Sugar dates. That's yeah. But what's weird is I website. What's weird is I also get like a lot of that fucking green hay (laughs) in the middle of that. Is that just me? Hey, I don't Hmm. get hay. I don't get hay on this one. Did Frau Bluka show up again? (laughs) (laughs) She just runs through every once in a while. Rest in peace, Cloris Leachman. I miss you. Hmm. I I need I need to rinse my mouth with some water before I try this one again. I think. Like and begin- when you say water, you're drinking uh, Drum Conrath's um, Michelada. Nope. Actually, distilled water. Which is from nice. our bubbler. Actually, that, that Michelada Blonde is really good. Yeah. This is uh, this is pretty good. So this was Whiskey Ad- Advocates 2020 Whiskey of the Year. I get it. <laughs> like, it's... It's super fucking good. Well, and for once, forty-five bucks. So what's well, what's, yeah. what's the parameters? Like, is there a price range on their whiskey of the year? This is like the whiskey of the year of no, under fifty just, bucks, or no? Just this, this is of all the whiskeys in twenty twenty. This one, the hottest bangers. Yeah, the hottest bangers. That's what they. Is that actual industry terms? No. Yeah, I, it's porno terms. I pay like fifty. Oh, yeah, was on his fifty bucks an hour started. for the. No, this this <laughs> just one that it, it just one whiskey advocates whiskey of the year. No parameters, just a whiskey. Okay, okay. good. Because if I see an ad that pops up on my computer that says "click here for the hottest bangers," <laughs> I'm not going to do that. All, all, Pussy. All the, that's exactly what he's thinking. He's <laughs> right. like, well, I don't need pants for this one. Nope. All this talk about his grandma's pantries. Pantries. They're pantries. All no, right. the one thing I was going to note, uh, just for real quick, uh, an actual comment, uh, was I've I've been... Um, <laughs> Knox is leaving because know, he knows Knox your comment's going to be 10 uh, minutes long. Well, I've done this thing when I've come on your show not to read the screen that Knox pulls up that talks about this stuff and just try and taste it for myself oh, and figure out 
what I yeah. taste out yep. of. Absolutely. And I did that. And when I looked up, the one thing I definitely agree with, this is from uh, Heaven Hill Distilleries. This is their website, right? Yeah. yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, on the finish, they said, nuance flavor fades into lingering warmth. I definitely uh-huh. got a lot of lingering warmth oh, yeah. off of it's that. A, it's a hot boy. Yeah, it is. Um, a hot banger. Is that what you called it? A hot banger. A hot banger. Dot com. But, but it's just. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Way to get in there at the last minute. Of course. <laughs> I'd almost give you a ding, but it's I just... don't have the keyboard. I got myself a ding. Okay. It's it's so well put together uh, that, uh, that mm. I think I get nuanced layers of flavor every time I drink it. And. Psh, Okay, so I'm going to modify my, like, fresh-cut hay into, like, fresh-cut wheat fields. Because I know as a kid, I I used I, I lived with my grandparents for a couple of years, and their house is in the middle of, like, 50 acres of nothing but field around them. Whether it's flax, wheat, soy, anything. They, they, they grow everything around the farm. And I just remember the wheat fields was right next to the house. So remember going out like um, after a good rain with this little dog, this little uh, shepherd dog named Skippy, and we just go running out in the fields. Because so I mean, I could watch my dog run away for three weeks if I could, because it's from, from North Dakota, right? So uh, so we just even no matter what the fuck. Yeah, so I did, North Dakota is as flat as my first girlfriend. Yeah, stop yeah. interrupting exactly. him. He's going full Lake Wobegon on this. Stop <laughs> interrupting me, interrupting him. <laughs> so. So this smell, this flavor, just kind of reminds me of going out after a good rain, hanging out with my pup, and and uh, uh, just going through the fields. So I mean, yeah. So I, to I me, this it. is more weeded bourbon than anything I've ever had before. As far as weeded bourbons, this is the well, most weeded bourbon I've ever had because yeah. I get that flavor of the wheat fields itself. But cinematically, I just have to put this into perspective. (laughs) Because the one movie that popped into my head was Field of Dreams. Right. That's corn. Well, yeah, that was a cornfield. And this is a bourbon. But what was the Russell Crowe movie you were thinking of, Ernie? Gladiator. Gladiator. (laughs) And And you were thinking. He also smelled the ground before. He talks about the fields. Yeah. And then he mentioned, you mentioned Russell Crowe, Ernie. And then Chris over here, he's like, oh, yeah, those crows in that one movie. I was thinking Heckle and Jekyll, I think. Heckle and Jekyll. The crows in the animated, yeah, yeah, where they're sitting on the pole. I thought one of them's name was Russell Crowe. Well, I think I see about everything (laughs) when I see an elephant fly. How long do you guys want this episode? Two weeks. <laughs> right out. We're out about uh, an hour and forty so far. Yeah, Almost. Wow. All right. So, what do we got here for uh, any other tasting notes? On the Larceny Barrel Proof for forty five dollars. I think for forty five bucks. For forty five bucks, this is the, this is good. The steal of the century. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I will say that, dude. I do like it with a little bit of water. Well, and Maybe here's nice the thing: cube. if you like stuff at forty five percent alcohol, put water in it. And then make that a half gallon instead of a seven fifty. You know, <laughs> Jesus Christ, you can do that. Do you, Chris? Do you think but you could see this in, maybe in that. a cocktail? I would never do that. Do you think you could see this in a cocktail? I, me, because it's so hard to find. No, I'm typically going regular larceny. Yes, I'm going to sit with this glass. Well, not today. But most of the time, I'm going to sit and sip on this for quite a while. This, Fair. I'm going to hammer down. 
Because there's other shit to get to. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, this is this is a... So there's certain things. This is a de- this is a decompressing whiskey. Yeah. I get done with work. I'm fucking pissed off at all these fucking cocksuckers that think they know everything and deserve everything. And I'm mad as mm-hmm. fuck. I'm done with work. I get home and I, I call put, that Tuesday. I put on music. <laughs> I put on some music and I fucking pour a glass of this and I light up a cigar or a cigarette or it just I go away from people for a little bit. I don't even hang out with my girlfriend. I, I say hi to Keely, give her a kiss, and I say, I need fucking 45 minutes. And then I drink and I sip on this for like 45 minutes and I chill out and I figure it out. Uh, yeah. Figured so out. so this to me is not a cocktail whiskey myself. All right. So I was only well, asking, if we were if we were putting oh, numbers on this if I, we're ready. I yeah, you yeah. you brought it you you oh, fucking okay. say something. 4.75. 4.75. This is fucking exceptional. Only- I think I liked the little book more. I actually I know I liked the little book more, uh, but they're very, very close. And then for forty five bucks to one hundred and ten, yeah, that's a bit of a jump. But but the the price is is not swaying my number on this one. It's a it's an exceptional whiskey. What was the rating you just gave again? Four point seven five. So you gave it a four point seven five. I agree with you. It's very enjoyable. I I I I like your whole relaxation. You like my whole. Uh, no, let's oh. not go that far. Okay. Uh, but I, I do appreciate. So your, just the rim. Yeah. Uh, no. Let, but uh, not what, actual uh, penetration. Stop trying to trap me, Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> stop it. Uh, no. What I will say is, I agree with everything you're saying, but only because I can't buy into your hype a hundred percent of the time. I'm going to give it a four point five. Oh, it's your pussy ass. <laughs> and likewise, I'm sure. Oh. All right, now let's let's go to the the calm side of the room where we actually ha- have some experience in tasting notes, right? What the fuck are you saying? Some experience in tasting notes? I've been drinking whiskey longer than you have been alive. Yes, but you're so you're so aggressive, passionate, passionate. Yeah, you're a passive asshole. What? What? I'm fired up. <laughs> So Listen here, Miss Passive so, Aggressive. So let's get down to the calming part of the part of the, the triangle. Time. There we go, Evan. What do you got for a score? If wow. everybody's looking oh, to thank sleep, thank you very much. <laughs> um, you know, I think I am. I like wheated bourbons, but maybe it's. I tend to go for higher rye stuff. Um, but I think this is an excellent example of that style. Uh, so I would say 4.5. I think it's what? Cool. Only 4.5? Goddamn shit. Come on, Jesus Christ. Christ. What's going on over on that side of the room? Ah. Arms, ah. Ah. You started this, Knox. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go. <laughs> There we go. Oh, Jesus so, Christ. What are we doing here? 4.5. Why, did you, why would you divide us like this? You started this bullshit. And now Evan is kind of like caught in the middle. He's like, I, I kind of wanted to be on the aggressive side. <laughs> well, here, here's where I'm coming in. All right, ladies I'm gonna and gentlemen, come, come back after your naps. <laughs> I'm going to come in at about a, a good 4.0 because I, while I do like the notes, 
I do think that it's just a little bit hot. And that's why it's called Barrel Proof, right? But it brings out those wooden notes so I'm, good. I'm so mad that it's exactly what it says it's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd really like this wine if it tasted more like whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, with that said... Anyways, I'm going to give it a 4.5. It's going to be funny when that's going to be the one thing that we get copyright for the like, infringement on. You're going to get copyright infringement from some guy who is playing the pan flute at a random street His fair? name's fucking Zam Fear, bro. Oh. <laughs> no, I know. Zam Fear and the magical fucking pan flute. You know what's magic? He didn't get beat up a lot. Ernie, what do you got, buddy? <laughs> well, fuck that, man. So the average for Larceny's Barrel Proof is 4.45. Delicious, delicious drink. Which is yes. good enough to tie for second, but first place today is Little Book. Little Book. Chapter yeah, 4. Little book, chapter 4.55 out of 5. God damn it, that's awesome. Dude, I knew that was an yeah. exceptional box. I mean... I mean... Nice. We weren't... So the worst we did today was... Uh, 3.75. And it was Ugh. that my dad's hooch? Uh, maybe. <laughs> well, <laughs> dude, if, it's a I Father's mean, Day miracle. Right? <laughs> but we're talking about, let's be honest, a home brewer in his basement versus. If he didn't take last today, there's a big problem in the liquor industry. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, and again, it's not because it was bad. It's because he's these been doing other it for people, yeah. maybe three years, and these motherfuckers have been doing it for 100 years. You know? I remember. Oh, yeah, that one too. Oh, I remember. Yeah, so you guys got to remember. You're not the only one that got impressions, bro. Yeah. So, Evan, do you like what we're doing here? Do you like the bottles? Do you like our s samples of alcohol we have here? Yeah, this is a great setup. Yeah. yeah, you should. You paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he paid for it in alcohol, Sorry, guys. Yeah. That's my Liberace reference. Uh, oh, yes. You like yes. my rings? You should. You paid for them. <laughs> do, <laughs> do, so do you have Liberace? So you for have, those of you young enough, done yourself. Do, do you even know who Liberace is? They Google probably Liberace. don't. But do you awesome have a piano player? But do you have a booze-shaped uh, swimming pool in your backyard? Uh, no, nope. I can't afford a pool. Not yet. When it rains really hard, we get this little mud puddle, though. Oh, that's cool. And that's kind of yeah, that's, that's <laughs> refreshing. <laughs> But Super you know what? Dope. For three bucks a month, <laughs> oh, the, help, our Patreon, help, and you could uh, help us build Maybe a pool. I can afford to get a swimming pool in my backyard, <laughs> <laughs> or even just a membership to a place with a pool, <laughs> like, like the YMCA, or a backyard, <laughs> or a yard. It's hard to live in it in a box. <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys! All right. Down by the river. Let's get to the end of this. So the winner of the day was the little book. Correct. And we, we, we really wish you guys would go out and, and uh, sample that and try some of that. Yes, it's a little expensive. Yes, it's allocated. But as far as non-allocated stuff If you today, do see it out there, you should absolutely snatch it up because there, there probably aren't any bottles on a shelf right now. Okay. I mean, you know. So the last two bottles of booze that we had were allocated. So out of the non-allocated what was I a score? Oh. Well, let's go. I'm just going to go with the Bacardi Grand Reserve is 3.95. Okay. 
Uh, Larceny, we uh, the barrel proof that was, was yep. four point four five. That was yep, the noble oak four one five. Ooh, little book four point five five, which we just discussed. The transcontinental rum. So just four point four five. So transcontinental. Oh, was transcontinental the, was yeah. the uh, non-allocated winner. The uh, grape brandy from France that I can't pronounce the name was four point three five. It's Ude pronounced toilet. Gout de Mauzac. American, American pronunciation. That's what I get when I drink too much. Gout isn't part of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's goatee. It, it might be part of Big Earns. If, if you want bad foot. <laughs> and then uh, Ben's it, dad's it, homemade hooch was 3.7. It also well, the, I was going to say. the dopest stopper on it. Little plug, though. I, well, and the one thing I was going to say, you would consider my dad's stuff, that would be allocated, wouldn't it? it uh, technically, technically, it, it is. So question. it was the worst allocated beverage we had. The worst <laughs> allocated <laughs> beverage that we had today. Just make, just make people feel shitty. <laughs> that, was ba- that, that was made by my father. My job. My my dad. <laughs> it was Love good. you, buddy. Love you. All right. Well, uh, Ben. Yes. Thank you for coming on the show. Where can thank people find you if they want to get a hold of you? Thank or, you. Dumpster at listen to your stuff. <laughs> well, yes. You may be able to find me around. Well, if you were Spencer Tracy, you can find me at Duffy's Sucking Cocks for Nickels. You can find me between <laughs> Catherine Hepburn's legs. Honestly, for that, I'm going to give you a Paul Lind, you son of a bitch. <laughs> They're almost the same impression. Just, they, they just the one doesn't have are. a laugh. But uh, Chris is You're right. You're no center square. <laughs> I don't, well, I not yet. So um, they, can, they can find you at Benjamin Revier. Well, that's no, R-E-V-I-E-R, right? Yeah, Benjamin A. Revere. It, you can spell it on your own. But you will find me probably you know, hanging out around the dumpster behind Duffy's. Or the I, attic. Or, well, the, the jazz, jazz attic is a perennial sort of thing. I don't know. That was a nervous but breakdown. Did, but it I did happen, know. and it was awesome. I, and, I, and I found out was firsthand it? that the jazz attic is a movable place. Yeah, I deleted those videos, by the way. I did. I had a couple uh, people go, dude, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. But uh, I do want to let anybody know if they need stickers, they can get a hold of me at uh, the email address is... Ben at ArtRiotPromotions.com. You can also go to www.ArtRiotPromotions.com, and uh, I can get you set up with some stickers. And actually, there's some big news uh, uh, the, the day after this has been recorded. Big news. We're getting our laser engraver. So we can laser engrave shit now, too. Like glasses? Glasses, so. Zippo lighters, all sorts of stuff. Again, uh, it's uh, www.artriotpromotions.com. So breaking news, soon you'll be able to buy Bruce Booze and Reviews labeled Glenn Karen glasses. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we need more uh, Glenn Karen glasses, too. Exactly. So... Uh, also, our other guest today, of course, was Evan Christie from Bridgeview Liquors. Um, uh, is there anything you want to promote besides Bridgeview Liquors, which we already do anyways? Hey, I just say... Does uh, your wife have any projects that you want to want to put out there? Or? <laughs> uh, Fargo Moorhead Rocks. Hey, that's... Uh, what? Check out Fargo Moorhead Rocks on Facebook. What's that? It's what? a uh, art project where you paint and hide rocks at any location in public around Moorhead and then find them, take pictures, and rehide them. Oh my god! Wow, that's pretty yeah. cool. That sounds interesting. I mean, it's not—it's not her like 
she doesn't own the project. It's like a big group thing, but she's really active with that. So if I was going to promote something of hers, that's what I'd promote. All right, excellent. That's a good thing to promote. Uh, one thing What's real quick. I, I just like scavenger hunts. One thing real quick, too, before we close. Evan, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I'm going to put you on the spot. Chris outside told me that you think you know me. I Did you do some theater at MSUM? I did. What class was it? I don't think it was a class. I think I saw you. You were in a show with John Ryan. Oh, yeah. I yep. hung around with him for yep. a while. There was I think it was like one act my freshman year. Oh, wow. I saw you in a show, and I just remembered the name. Such fun. Yeah. I just like filling the end of their show with shit that nobody else cares about. Yeah. So I wanted to make a connection Personal with you. Personal yeah, well, conversation. Uh, you, you do it well. It's one of Knox's favorite parts of the day. Yeah. Yes. Because yes. then, then I have to like click and then move it while it's recording and then yeah. and click and then hit the delete button for the whole thing and try to make the whole thing mix up so it's just like it's never happened. So yeah, this I gotta do one of podcast. Or you could just fucking embrace humanity, man. <laughs> People fucking talk. In fact, it's what we do for a living. It anyway, is what we do for a living. My name's Chris Chalsis and I sleep talk and if you want to hear it, Squiggly Giglio at TikTok. That's my girlfriend's uh, TikTok page. Yeah. So you, she's got more going you on than see, you. You can see me sleep talking as a potato. Uh, there's one of me as a baby chicken and an egg. Oh, I haven't seen that one squishy yet. face. There's tons of, there's Ooh, tons of stuff you got out. new stuff. Yeah, there's new stuff out there now. Uh, I have to give you credit because you are the quintessential hard-to-market trying to find a definitive audience. <laughs> and, if you, and if you want to know the inside joke on that, that's definitely on Squiggly Giglio on the TikTok channel. So, uh, so is, there, is there any possible way that we can get you to sleep uh, while we're doing the podcast? Because you no. seem to be a lot funnier. Actually, uh, so if you want me to sleep, just send me to a fucking sh- uh, festival for two days and uh, let me festival it out. And then come back because I did pass out that one time apparently <laughs> for a couple minutes. Yeah, we woke I, you up. I remember, it was good. I remember hearing. I, I, I edited that out. I remember. <laughs> I remember hearing. Oh, Chris is out. I went. No, I'm not. Because <laughs> yeah, I went to a fucking festival. Then we went to Duffy's. I'm like, I need to fucking rehydrate. I have to do a show. Rehydrating means more alcohol. So, well, yeah. So I was like. <laughs> I at least need a fucking Caesar. So I had two Caesars, two <laughs> shots, two beers, you know? Like Je- like George Thorogood says. <laughs> two Caesars, one scotch, one beer. Two beers. How about you, Ernie? Where can they find you? Ah, um, celebrating Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, everybody. I know this by the time you hear this, it's going to be late, but... Uh, Appreciate you all. Yeah, and your daughter's going to be here in six minutes to pick you up, so we got to cut this off. Uh, I yeah. thought his wife was pregnant. Like, your daughter's going to be here in six minutes? Like, nope. Yeah, I got to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> it's a if she's birth. pregnant, we got a lot to discuss because I was snipped a few, uh, many years ago. Anyways, yeah, across the street. Across the street. Me. All right. Hey, we want to thank. In, maybe in the street after all this today. Maybe tough. Excellent. Well, we here at Brews, Booze, and Reviews want to thank Ben Revere and Evan Christie from Bridge View Liquors for being our guests today. And we also want to thank you, our listeners, without whom this podcast couldn't happen. And to you, we say, May your glasses be full and your spirits high. Cheers!
This has been a Predicate Productions episode of Bruise, Booze, and Reviews. Follow us on all social medias at Bruise, Booze, and Reviews. Special thanks to our sponsors for supporting our podcast. You, too, can support our show by supporting them. We have merch for sale and additional content available on Patreon. New content coming always because it's fun to come always. <laughs>